We're live. What's up, guys? So sorry about that. Um, can you give us a five by five, please, if you can hear us. As you can tell, Laura is not with us at the moment. She was having some tech issues. So hopefully in about um, 10, 15 minutes, she's going to be somewhere where uh, she has a signal and we can actually, she'll just hop on then. So we apologize for the delay. Thank you guys for being here tonight, though. Um, a few announcements before we get started. Uh, we have uh, Hopewell Farm CBD Black Friday sale going on, guys. Let's go, Brandon. 15 gets you 15% off of all Hopewell Farm products. If you're looking for a new CB, CBD to try, it's really great stuff. Free shipping over purchases, over any purchase over $200 or more. They have veterans discounts. You can pay with crypto. Uh, and that Black Friday sale does run through December 12th. And that is Let's Go Brandon 15 for 15% off. And what else? Oh, we have a new Teespring uh, promo. So we're going to run a Black Friday sale basically from now through, through the first of the year. All, all of our Teespring merch is 20% off with promo code 20 and back. And so it's 20 A-N-D back. And that gets you 20% off all of our Teespring merch through the first of the year. Um, what else? What's going on, Tony? How's it going? Hey, I'm good. How's it going with you guys? Been busy good. as can be. Right, right. You just spoke at the uh, 5D conference in Vegas, right? I did 5D, and then a week or after I got back, I did Detroit Disclosure just this last weekend. So it's been, you know, I covered a lot of distance. And the 5D conference was kind of, you know, Vegas is a whirlwind in itself, right? I was un unprepared for that. But yeah, that it went well. And I got to meet some people that I've known for years that have been other um, whistleblowers that have stories. Oh, I got to meet people and hang out in person, like a James Rank and Penny Bradley and, and Eric Heckler, a lot of uh, Anthony Zender. I got to hang out with those guys that have been in contact with me on the fringes ever since I went public. So it was cool. It was good to, it was good to do that. Awesome. Laura just popped up and then she popped back off. So well, we'll give her some time. She'll be back. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. I, and it's, it sucks. Cause I didn't even know about that conference until it was too late. And the same thing about the, uh, there's another one in Detroit or Michigan, right? Yeah. Was the it Detroit disclosure. And I knew about that, but coming off the heels of Vegas, I kind of had a full plate of stuff and I did post it on my Facebook, but I'll be a little bit late. Everybody, I, I got, I kind of got a slap on the wrist with people saying you should have posted it sooner. So <laughs> it's, you know, it, it is what it is though, but uh, it's good. It's good to uh, see that these events are popping up still. That's right. It's a, you know, and well, and I'll say this, that my first talk at 5D, there was like a handful of people in the room. And then I did the panel and my second talk on Sunday was packed. Everybody came in and not only that, but the, the people that threw the event, there were a lot of people that had no idea, never heard of my information. And in my conferences, like when I hung out, when I met you guys down in Florida, most of the crowd knew my info. They had right. seen my info before. Most of the people in the crowd... And even the first Detroit disclosure I did two years ago, I read, I, because I, I like to ask people who's heard my story, raise hands. And uh, 5D, there were a lot of people that didn't. And Detroit disclosure this year, almost nobody, nobody in the crowd knew my information. I was explaining what a 20 and back is to the crowd. So I didn't mind that because I think that's important. I think that the, those are the people we need to talk to, not the people that have watched a hundred episodes of my stuff that know my story front to back. It's the new people that we need to 
proliferate the information and you know it's coming man i mean like whatever i'm not a psychic and it's bad news to predict the future but you just know you can i can just feel it that it's coming they're gonna you know what i mean like it's gonna be in our lifetime it's gonna be in a matter of a few years they're gonna sort out all the bs and we're gonna get some kind of disclosure here pretty quick so i just right we're coming there's gonna be a breaking point it's going to be a breaking point. And if you really pay attention, they're getting their ducks in a row. I mean, even mainstream media, we're getting stuff leaking through from everywhere, from all angles. Uh, new people are coming forward. Um, you know, some of it's disinfo, misinfo. You know, there's a lot of counterintelligence going on. I actually have a friend who quit channeling right now because of all the counterintelligence. She was like, I just can't trust. She goes, I know I know my, my, I know myself and I know when information is good, but she goes right now, I'm getting some stuff that doesn't resonate with me. So she's just stopped channeling altogether because there's opposing forces out there. So uh, not just channeling and even people with insiders and even whistleblowers, like there, there's people sent in to muddy the waters and we're seeing that in real time right now. And it's really, really, you have to be really, really careful right now uh, to not marry yourself to any of these any of this information don't follow these people or idolize these people just take it all in observe and uh, just connect the dots on your own and that's what we're doing that's what we're all here trying to do that's what i've always told people to do don't take my word for it go and research what i'm saying keep an eye on it tell somebody you think it'd be weird if you believed it automatically right out of one from one story but if you research it and you know it and you believe this information tell people that don't know it and even if they tell you you're crazy go okay well i told you and in a year, somebody else will tell them from a different angle and somebody else. And that's how we're going to get this out. That yeah. is disclosure. I mean, that's where like really our feet are on the ground. We are disclosing right now. It's important. Once there's a lot of people, then it becomes, uh, you know, not an urban legend, but a, a more of a rumor. We want we want to get this to the level of a rumor, not some kind of weird urban legend thing. And the right. disinfo is real, dude. Like you hit it, you hit it on the head. So. I don't want to be the guy that goes around pointing fingers because I have three pointing back at me, but it's very obvious that there is a concerted, they're spending money. When I go to these conferences, there's people there that are saying the same kind of code words over and over again. And they're given kind of the BS story where it's like, um, there's not that many aliens and the ones that are all evil and we're fighting them. That's really the, the disinfo story. And um, they wouldn't, they wouldn't mess with us if we weren't important, dude. Like that's, right. I, I'll tell you, every, if everybody goes, well, whatever, it's, you guys are um, just some kind of fringe small thing. They wouldn't, we wouldn't be on the radar of the powers that be if we weren't have t- saying something real here. Exactly. We yeah, but I definitely believe that. And guys, if you're just not joining us, Laura is going to be hopping on as soon as she can. She was running a little behind. We decided to start without her. So in case you were wondering, um, she will be here. Uh, just give it a few minutes. And uh yeah so you've actually have tony before she gets here we might as well talk about some um i guess recent revelations that you've been having i guess a recall i should say um yeah and uh, yeah. In, in particular um something i want to get into is the the actual name of dark fleet uh this has been something going around we have there's a certain individual claiming that everyone else using the term dark fleet is a larp or a fraud and uh that's just not the that's simply not the case and i was wondering if you could add to that and let us know why right so uh here we go this is going out on the limb and uh 
I never really gave it much thought. So when somebody calls it the moon, every time you talk about it after that, it's the moon, right? So even if they, the fleets called it Luna, when you were on, you were out there in space, we're returning to Luna. They didn't call it the moon, but we call it the moon down here. So when I talk about it, I talk about the moon. And it was the same thing that happened with Dark Fleet. They got a, a Nachtwaffen. Everybody translated it to Nachtwaffen. And so that in order to, for me to communicate, and you know what I'm talking about, I just say Dark Fleet. I didn't really ever give it much thought. So after recent things that have happened, I sat and really thought about it. And they always said zero hour is here. When we, when we were going to appear somewhere, that was their zero hour is here. And when they meant midnight, midnight fleet. And because of that, they named it, it was named that because of zero hour was what they chose when they acquired time travel. When they were able to travel time, when it was, when they could leave the solar system and time travel, when they could actually create the Rosen bridge and time travel, they named it zero hour. It's always zero hour for them. And so it was midnight fleet, the midnight wolf. So, and then we translated it, the guys down at the bottom of the ship, we spoke English. It was midnight wolf, 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 I'm not saying it wrong. So we called it the midnight wolves. We were the midnight wolves. That's how we did in, in English. We had tons of nicknames. So you, for somebody to say like, this is the name of it. And that's not the name of it. They're going to be, there's not, not entirely going to be correct because there were many, many names. There was an official name, an acronym that was on the side of the building. When, like on the side of the hangar, there were a bunch of letters, like a dozen letters that meant different things, you know, for the long acronym. So our parking stall, I wrote it in my book. It was like CKG or MDWCKGMVL. That was our parking stall. I had that on the, on the Midenacht Waff. Series Colony Gieselschaft Max von Laue. That was our parking, you know what I mean? So, but basically it was the Midnight Fleet. Wow. And, and you mentioned uh, when I was talking to you the other day, you mentioned something about jokingly calling them the waffles. The waffles, yeah. The, yeah. the night waffles. And uh, we always said, you know, waffen, because they, because so all of the terms that we're talking, those words, so there's a lot of German words that have two or three meanings. Even the nickname that I have, Gerusted, was has has like three different meanings, like burnt or cooked or oxidized, rusted. It has all these different meanings. And it was the same thing for the fleets, for the ships. And they did that. They wanted to stay vague because if they went and ticked off an ET race, they didn't want them to know where it came from. They wanted a certain amount of a not a non, I can't have trouble with the word, anonymity. And uh, that's what they that's what they did that on purpose. So to say that, you know, I've got this nickname of it and you've got that nickname of it. And so you're wrong is not entirely accurate because they had many names and they had code names and secret names that they would go to other systems and call themselves something else that was accepted so that another ship could go there and do the same thing and know that who was there, but they didn't really have their, their, they didn't fly their banner everywhere loud and proud because the, the mission was to acquire technology by any means necessary. And there were many times they did it unscrupulously. They did, right. they, we stole and we, we, you know, pillaged. And, and there's actually operations projects here on earth that changed their name. They changed the name of the operation or the project every so many years for, for research, for, to stay covert, I guess. So exactly. they don't leave a trail behind. 
So they're changing, they're constantly changing the name. So you can say, oh, so, so, so company was here doing this, but then you try and look up that company. They don't exist anymore, but they do exist. They're just under a new name. Or they can say that project ended way back then when in fact they just changed the name and kept going. That's absolutely right. The, the CIA program that I was originally in, in Inyokern was grill flame. And then it went to center lane and then it went to gateway and then it went on to Stargate. When it changed names, it was the same exact equipment. It just kept every time they upgraded, every time they figured something new out and they upgraded the system that they were doing, they just changed the name to the next, to the next thing. And the midnight fleet is the same thing. The series colony, you know, it's, I was in part, I was on the series colony, which was a division of the midnight fleet. So people are, if if I was the wrong stuff, if I was a go and whistleblow on another planet about this deep state on Earth, and then somebody's trying to tell me, oh, they don't call it deep state; they call it the cabal, or they call it yeah. whatever you know, Illuminati. Like there's different names thing, for it. It's all the same it's thing, the same exactly. Thing. Uh, it's just it's kind of irresponsible, really. When you try to explain it to somebody, so I work with a guy like I in my day-to-day job in my life, I work with a kid who's really open-minded, learning this stuff. He knows my information. So we have he comes at me like in my work day now, I get questions. And it's hard to explain. He's who's who's doing this? Who's who's behind it all? It's hard to explain because they've kept it that vague because they're spread out the net of their influence. And mm-hmm. named it for that reason, because if you can't put your finger on it, how are you even going to do anything against it? And that's that's kind of what that's kind of the situation. It's just hard for people, people that don't follow it, that are just breezing through the information. They want it all packaged now and they want it in five minutes and they can't. You just simply can't get it. No, the other, no, yeah, no. The other thing about um, the Midnight Fleet that is completely absurd to me is to think that all of their information is on one hard drive. There's no way that's possible. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> no. There's no way that's one hard drive from one guy, even the general, even the president of the place had not all the information. These are the most secretive organization in the history of all of mankind with the highest amount of technology available and the most yeah. compartmentalized military programs in all of mankind. And somebody said, no, we got a hard drive with everything. We have everybody's <laughs> on it, just on this hard drive right here. That's a, that's a joke. Yeah. So that's right. anybody that like, that's so fantastical. That is literally the most unbelievable thing of all of the secret space program that I've ever heard. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's a hard drive with some information on it, but just not the whole lot, like you're saying. And I'm sure there's many, there wouldn't just be all on one, like you said, and then something happens oh there it goes you know it's like yeah so they can all get murdered at the same time yeah yeah well, i mean that's kind of what nasa did with the moon footage the moon landing footage they claim to have misplaced or lost all of it like, yeah they, they claim they lost yeah all of the yeah so <laughs> just just like that you lose it all oh must, we just lost it somehow must have to drop that hard drive in between the seat of your car or yeah. something <laughs> lost it you know but they claim they lost like a ton of vhs tape because that's what it would be with the technology yeah like a room full of VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah, well, not that it was very historic or, or anything. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting about William Tompkins, I'm reading his book, uh, Selected by Extraterrestrials 2 right now. Uh, on mind-blowing detail, stuff you don't really get out of his interviews. I mean, it's basically you're reading his journal. That's what it is. But he talked about the moon landings, and he was basically watching it 
live and he was watching a completely different feed than what the public was being fed and his feed that that image that he drew of all the ships on the crater edge and then the little lander apollo whatever rover in the middle he's that's from his that's what he saw on the screen that's not him guessing that's exactly what he saw and he and he has what he's well known for is his photographic memory that's how he was able to build these models with such accuracy and he won awards and they had to take the models out of the stores because he was just putting too much detail in his models and it was disclosing like top secret locations of radar and weaponry yeah. he had he had this photographic memory so that image you guys see of the ufos on the on the crater in the moon uh he claims that was something he witnessed live during the moon landing he was actually watching the lot, the real feed of it. Yeah, according to his uh, book, according to his that had journal. to be amazing, right? Well, um, we'll see. So that's this is one of these. So they push back the next moon mission to 2025, right? Right, and we'll see because I think that that is kind of the plan for a public disclosure. I think that a moon mission that everybody's watching it and they find a ruin or something. This is my hunt. This is. I'm totally speculating. It's total hunch of mine, but I think that that's what they originally had in mind was to disclose that our aliens are out there, not down here. And so people could swallow it a little better. So I think that we're going to get a big disclosure around the moon missions, you know, the Artemis missions that are going to go. I, it's my feeling that that's going to be the best time to do it. And um, so I'm really hopeful, man. I got my fingers crossed for it. I really, I really do hope that we get a real thing and it's not just this big bummer of people jumping around and digging rocks on the moon and that's it because i think it's a golden opportunity to kind of get the ball rolling it is and everybody wants to know what it's going to look like right now there's so many theories on like when it's going to happen what it's going to look like how it's going to happen uh, it appears to me right now that we're not going to get what we want at least the way it's looking right now, you know, we're just going to get this slow, soft rollout, this trickle disclosure coming from the mainstream. And like the real disclosure has already happened. We're doing it here on this channel, all these whistleblowers. It's, it's been, I mean, you can find everything you want, go back to the 1940 and start researching from there on. You can have, you can come up with the most solid concrete case evidence that you ever would need to prove the existence of all of this stuff. And it still just doesn't get recognized. Oh yeah, they came right out and said the UAPs, and nobody cared. It was a it was a yeah. foot footnote yeah. on the headlines. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Until people can see what it's gonna, how it's gonna impact them directly, no one's gonna. The mainstream is just gonna continue chasing new shoes. You know, like that's where that's how it is. That's just the yeah. way it is. But that's fine. Uh, you know, I I people need to be happy, and that's whatever makes them happy. We we would be happy with the disclosure. The masses maybe not so much, but. I think we'll, we'll I mean, get something. Yeah. Well, I mean, because for us, it's just like a weight off our shoulders and like finally. But then for people who are really in the dark that just are in the program and the matrix don't know, like that would be life shattering. Uh, if we got real disclosure, it would be it would flip things upside down for those people. And it probably be a lot of denial. There might even be denial among truthers. You know, I don't think we can probably comprehend what actually is going to come forward from from day one, so years ago, when I think when people go, what does a disclosure look like? I had the, I've been asked that question. What do you think disclosure is going to look like? There has to be a disclosure, a version of disclosure, which leaves 
the people that we pay to be in to protect us with the ability to protect us. So yeah. you you know what I'm saying? Like there have there has to be a version of disclosure that we don't want because we most people I think are mature enough to handle it. Like they could just tell us everything and it really the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And I think most people can handle it. Well, but yeah, there's also bad guys up there. There's also bad things that can happen. We, you know, we, we have the illusion of complete safety in our lives right now. And that's really not entirely the truth. And post disclosure, the, the treaty that protects us from ET species in it freely interacting, coming and going and interact right now there's a treaty there's ets that are advanced that keep them off of us the the passers by so there's a treaty where we're a lot so once there's a disclosure that goes that evaporates and we're going to have our you know the boogeyman is going to be back and mm. for real so we have to be on a level that we can also deal with that and so the people that we pay to protect us are going to have to be able to protect us isn't that the, isn't that the reason for space force that's right well right. and they're fledgling so if we disclose today space force I think God, God bless them. I think they don't have, I don't think they're ready to go online yet. You get what I mean? Like, I think that they're in the middle of tooling up for a disclosure because we have to be able to defend the populace. Once, once the gate is down, once the treaty is down and any species that flies through here, our neighborhood, which is a lot. And I'm, I feel like I'm the only guy that says it. That's been, I feel like I'm the only guy that's been in space, that's been participated in the secret space program that says this. Everybody else is like, there's only like 10, you know what I mean? Like there's just the mm -hmm. uh, Andromedans and the, the Orions and then the Pleiadians and that's it. That's not the case. Thousands probably a week come through our solar system and never come back because the, the universe is that big and it's that easy to access all the other systems are so mm -hmm. um i think that's a reality that there, people are going to have to get their head around is that not only is there life out there but it's super teeming with like it's thriving trillions yeah trillions of different species can get here and go home in the same before noon and the building and, and the building blocks of, for life look different in other parts of the galaxy other parts of the universe it doesn't have to be exactly the way it happens here on earth you don't have to be that Goldilocks planet. There's, you can live under the ice. You can live underground. You can create your own atmosphere, whatever it is. Like it's just multiple. So pretty much every time you, every star, when you look at, when you look up at the sky on a clear night and you see all those stars, there's a tin can, there's a colony around every single one of them, every single star. There's somebody in inside a, inside a rock near around every single star. Seven out of 10 of those stars has an earth around it. That's the rate uh, throughout the cosmos. About seven out of 10 has a habitable world. So when you look up at the sky, you see 3000 of them. That's quite a bit to 2100 of them have an earth that has a civilization may or not, may not be us. There are versions of us from the people that seeded us in the first yeah. place. Would they say I, there's, there's a hundred billion stars in, in our galaxy alone. And there's a, trillion four trillion galaxies or something that yeah, they're aware of so it keeps growing through the math keeps growing every year it's a it's like quadruples every year they keep they just keep discovering so more. essentially it's, it's just you might as well just say there's infinite there's an infinite amount of as life. far as we're concerned yeah as far as we're, unless you live a million years old to be a million years old and you can travel then you might get uh, your i mean you might, it's you might so, get to know the neighborhood but yeah exactly it's anyhow uh, people are asking people are asking about laura um 
I'm waiting to hear from her. I don't know what happened. Uh, she tried hop. She was on earlier, but she had terrible connection. She was and, driving home or something. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't hear her. So she was uh, mistimed it. She was running behind. So we're, we're still waiting. She might still join us. So just hang with us guys. And uh, Jermaine said that I got to read his comment. Where is it at? Cause it was good. Jermaine said, we're going to get full ET disclosure if I have anything to do about it, period. <laughs> yeah, that's Jermaine, yeah. all right. Yeah, you know um, what? I love sure. him and we need him badly in all of this because he's so passionate about everything he does. And so yes. I just love I just love him. Right. What is and, what let me ask you guys? Let me ask you guys. So what what you said you the disclosure you want? What does disclosure mean to you? What does it mean? Like what do you think will happen? Me well, to me, like, so we are disclosed. Like, to me, you know, governments and all these institutions, they're all corrupt at this point. So it's like, why would we, for one, expect disclosure to come from them? It's never going to happen in, in, in true disclosure. It's just going to be some agenda, some partial disclosure with an agenda behind it that's not for the good of humanity at all. Um, and two, it's like, disclosure is to me what you're doing it's it's what these all the experiencers they're telling hey this is my story this is what happened to me um it's contact with the ets themselves which i'm sure will happen at some point i mean it's already happening just on an individual level it's not you know what it's just not a widely known thing on a, on a mass scale um but to me i like all these governments and corrupt institutions that the cabal is like basically runs um why you know they need to go away because they're guilty of countless crimes against humanity and enslaving the whole planet and humanity and then there's so there that's a big part of the disclosure is all that information so it's like what's going to come first we find out about that and then we rise up or is it going to be they get taken out first and then we find out you know um it's a couple different scenarios we just exactly. don't really know yeah or or there's the theory that they've already basically been taken out but we're just watching a movie play out that is they're allowing us to wake up more before revealing all the information because it would cause too much chaos and all that stuff um and for other reasons, maybe maybe what you said is a big reason for that. We're not fully prepared yet for the disclosure because we have to be able to defend ourselves and defend the planet. And maybe they're buying more time for that too. Um, but yeah, disclosure is basically just full transparency. We're not living and we're not being enslaved. We're not living a complete lie of what <laughs> the truth of all reality basically is and the truth is about the universe. Uh, and ourselves even like we don't even know who we really are what our own history is or uh our own dna you know and capabilities um right uh our science our all our information we're taught is almost all wrong it's almost all bs and not actually are in you line muted? with universal truth and, and reality so disclosure is all of that to me it's just like truth and transparency with everything um and uh and that's it that's it and freedom <laughs> well, and freedom is the most important thing there not I'm not being threatened by you know with death or or uh anything else for coming out with any information you know 
freedom is a big part of it, but not entirely necessary. So I'm reading the chat here. People are popping off. That was a great question. I'm glad I asked it because it makes me think that, you know, there's a version of disclosure where we learn about it in school and then we go back to the work at the factory. And -hmm. then there's a version of disclosure where we can buy a ticket to another star and go visit. And so, um, I've always said that, you know, the biggest thing we need really for where our society is right now, because we're still, we like to think that we have a, you know what I'm saying? We have a, we, we like to think that we have a grasp on technology, but really we're, we're very um, primitive right now. So there is a version of disclosure where we just have access to their internet, which I think would be the best thing that happened to us immediately is that there, there is a solar system wide internet they have, they have their own news and they have all their guys used to come by on the ship and they had it on their little pads and they, we would see it. Hey, Hey, today in the news, this happened over by Saturn and you know, like they, there was news really. And so that, yeah, they have an internet that has all the data for not only our world, like our real history and things that are going on currently in the solar system, but like other worlds too, people that are other civilizations that subscribe to the same data. And so that would be huge if we just had access to that mankind would really you know take off we would really take off our value would soar and then with that we would get information on how to build our own things that do next level technology better like think about the quality of life that the internet has given us since you know i know you guys i know you guys are super young (laughs) no we no but we do but we always had internet yeah well I mean, I was like 11 when my family got the internet. So yeah, I was, I was a kid. Right. I was in my 20. I was in the 20s. Yeah, we do, but we are fortunate enough to have a reference point where life was like before the internet. And even though it came, even though we had it at that young of an age, it didn't, we didn't use it hardly because it was, it wasn't that great when it first came out. Yeah. I mean, it was dial up for the first few years. Yeah. But nowadays, like you got to think so many people are more healthy because they can get a hold and look at diet. You know, you, you can subscribe to stuff and learn how to work out. You can learn all kinds of stuff. Like it really advanced people and you look at the kids these days like they're smart and then there's really been a there's a huge social revolution going on a lot of kids these days aren't showing up to work because they know they can do better they're you know what i'm saying they're not working all these crappy jobs because because the internet has told them they can work from home they can make their own stuff and and do better than what mcdonald's is going to pay them you can do it so so they're not showing up so easily these days it's like that's what's going to happen to us why exactly well it's our yeah it's already happening you're seeing it's like and then, and then it's like the internet has affected us, uh, humanity's consciousness in a way that like information, at least, you know, they're trying to censor as much as they can. Obviously they're, well, you know, yeah, but the genie's out of the bottle. Is so. that, exactly. The genie's already out of the bottle and information is so, so freely available. And we're, you know, we have like things like YouTube, even though the censorship there is crazy. Right. Still, even with all that, it's like, we can, we can find all, all this stuff and we can do. All we these have, things and even make money online. We were just like, why would I sell my work life in a factory? Right. Work, yeah, work at a shitty job I don't like. Well, I we mean, have information, all all the information we need in the palm of our hand. I mean, obviously not everything, uh, especially if you're using Google. But uh, yeah, right. This, the censor, the censor. Well, go ahead, Tony. Well, I just looked at this, Philip Gillenwater. I'm I'm watching the chat on my phone over here. It's great. 
I okay. really, I love you guys. I was talking to the chat people. I love yeah. you guys. It's <laughs> yeah. I, whenever I can read a chat on a live feed, it's just awesome. It's oh, fun. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, Sometimes yeah. it gets distracting though, but go ahead. What, what are yes, you reading? And I'm totally distracted. So, uh, <laughs> but he said, does Tony believe the dark fleet has been defeated based on current events happening here on earth? And I, I, when I package things that may be termed as bad news, I, I stop and think about it, but there's no defeating the dark fleet. There's no defeating a fleet. There is no defeating a fleet that's ex that has been in space for a period of time because elements of that fleet are in other galaxies and colonies elsewhere. They've gone away. They've they've seeded the the cosmos with outposts of themselves. So we can wipe them out of here all we want, out of well, our solar system and the next yeah. 10, 20 stars. You can go and drop, they can all drop dead. They're out there somewhere. There's another that, there's another version of them somewhere. That's what I was gonna going. say. To me, defeating them isn't doesn't mean wiping them out completely. It means expelling them from us. here, yeah. from our planet and our solar system. Yeah, well, from we'll enslaving see. us basically and standing our own ground. I mean, like having the ability to not only kick them out, but to not let them back in, you know, and defend ourselves. And thank you, above duality, for the donation. Uh, he said, "Thank you all. Your thank you for all you're doing." JTT Legends, we love you. Thank you so uh, much, David. David, David Shurgeon, guys, go, thank you. go check out his uh, YouTube channel, Above Duality. Yeah, he, everyone, everyone, check out Above Duality. It's amazing. We've David had him on. A, we've had David on a, a older, a previous episode. I don't remember which number, but it was yeah. a good one. Um, sorry to interrupt, guys. I just wanted to thank him. Oh, for no, that. yeah. Um, Give that shout out. Right. Um, and but I'm yeah, being distracted like, by the chat again. But yeah, exactly what you said. It's like we. Because here's the thing, humanity, like we, we don't even, for the most part, most of us don't understand, don't know about any of this stuff. We've been kept in the dark. So right. it's like our free will has been, been, um, been taken advantage of. Like we, we've, we've been kept in the dark by this. We don't even realize it's going on. So we don't even like have a chance to stand up to it. And the technology has been developed in secret and kept from us too. So it's like we have the technology; it's just being kept from humanity, and so and in the hands of these dark groups. That's an important point, Aaron. That that I've thought about. It's kind of put a little bit of um, wind in my sails lately, because in the beginning, I just wanted to tell my story and go home. Like mm -hmm. I, you know, people were like, "Are there any other whistle? Anybody else been in space?" And I was like, "Me." And here's my story. And I thought I was just going to do that and go home. And like somebody else was going to run with it and go and disclose and next thing you know i was going to get secret space program on the seven o'clock news on you know you get what i mean like in the back of my mind that's i thought i'll tell my story and then i'll just get back to work go back to being being a dad right right and yeah. so now i'm like you know the people that i thought were going to run with it have really dropped the ball and really the people that yeah. really came out and had a head start on the secret space program disclosure have totally dropped the ball totally right. effed it up <clears throat> and got egg all over their face and so i'm like the and other guys like me that came out that were friends of mine that spoke you know <clears throat> that spoke it loudly and had a big audience have got harassed so much that they dropped out so right. it's like i'm the last guy standing from that first little crowd that's come out with evidence guys that had early you had to be early on and evidence that corroborated with somebody else you had to say, you know, I was yeah. there and I saw a ball in the room. And then the next guy that never knew you told somebody else like, yeah, I was there. There's a ball in the room. Yeah. And they go, what color? Well, it was red. And then they come back to me and go, what color was the ball? I go, it was red. And so that class of guys that disclosed that came out 
it's like, I'm feel like I'm the, like one of the last ones here. And yeah. so originally, originally my story, my, my take was like, look, here's my story. Goodbye. Good night. Good night, folks. And now I'm like, look, you need to start telling people about this. You, you and you and everybody in the chat needs to go and tell somebody in their regular life, like, do you think that they abduct people and take them for 20 years and can do time travel? Do you think the government could do time travel? Do you think they have space and there's ETs everywhere? How many ETs do you think there are? People, we need to have these discussions and we need to get the ball rolling because we are going to disclose it and we have to spread it word of mouth, brick by brick. We have to disclose. It's not going to happen on the news. It's not going to happen on some super channel. Gaia isn't going to give it to us. It's not going to happen. It's going to have to happen. On it's going to happen it, here it, on bricks. Journey to Truth podcast. No. Journey to Truth, right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, exactly. that's what I'm saying. You got to feed. It's a, right now. It's just disclosure is in our hands, and it's an ember. And and who cares? It's an if... ember, and we have to blow on it until it's a fire, and then exactly. it'll catch fire. But right now, I mean, it started out good. It had a little flame, and now it's just a little ember. And we have. So I'm like, man, I'm not going to shut up about it until, you know what I mean. I have to. Mm-hmm. So and the the only reason it sounds crazy is because we've been humanity's been so kept in the dark, and so psychologically manipulated that this information should be common knowledge, like all the technology and all the stuff that sounds crazy should be normal. Well, that, and that's a good but point. It's crazy because we've been kept at this low level with this, you know, we've been psychologically controlled and now, Oh, this stuff. So that's, that sounds crazy in sci-fi. Oh, they're just, those guys are just BS. So somebody, uh, t- Tony on actually just today on your, on the last episode you did with us, somebody commented on that episode and I said, they said, I call bullshit. I, there's where's the evidence for this stuff? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all talk, no show. Where's the sauce? You can't prove it. Like, and I'm just like, that's the mindset we have to get past because it's everywhere. It literally is everywhere. And you, and I don't know, go there's ahead. A ton of proof. No, I'm sorry. I don't yeah. to interrupt you, but there's a ton of proof and anybody. So I can't give you one minute of proof. I can't tell you. I can't tell you in a nutshell. I can say, I predicted stuff that NASA proved. I found places that have been true. Just recently, I mean, just recently, yeah. you know, Brad, I, it's it's in my latest Patreon show, so I'd like to keep keep it for the subscribers. And it was in Detroit Disclosure, but Brad Olson went to Inyokern and Facetimed to me live and walked up, and I called out stuff that was there. That he goes, no, it wasn't there. And then he walked up, he was, oh shit, there it is. And so there was proof. There was proof. There's, and then like we were talking before the thing about um, the makeup the chalky chalky soil on series, like that, that was, was tonight, soil. and that panned out. Like it's endless. I've got hundreds of things that pan out. There's proof. There's a mountain of proof, but I can't just give it to somebody in a, in a bullet point presentation and, well, and print well, it this salt, the salt on series, the remember you, you talked about that. And then they came out saying, Oh, that, that bright light is actually salt. salt. Right? Yeah. Right. Well, and it was five years. Argued, yeah. Right. I called it out five years ahead of time. And yeah. I don't need that, but their, their original thing was that it was phosphorus and a bunch of other stuff. And mm-hmm. everybody was like, Tony, are you sure you want to stick to buy your salt? Like I had straight up Dr. Sala was like, are you sure you want to stick by salt? Do you want to amend your, your, what you went on the record with? And I said, no, it's like, salt. No, and I held I my guns. Salt. And it was <laughs> like, five like years you later. Making it up or something. Yeah. It was five years later before I got the email that said you were right all along. And but, uh, yeah, NASA so, came out with that. So but this person, this person was like, uh, they even gave an example. Like, there's only been one good, uh, there's only been one good proof of UFOs that I've ever seen, and it was just so blah and something. It was like some Billy old... Meyer was the only proof. Yeah, that that's what it was. It, right. Which I laughed out loud. Um, that's hilarious. I, I just, it's it just, it's well, if you don't see it at this point, you're choosing not to. 
And it's good not to just believe everything. That's the big well, thing right now. I'm going to tell and, you, uh, I'm sorry, Tyler, I always feel like I'm cutting you off when I hate uh, it. That's all right. I, Go ahead. All right. No, please. I'll you tell have you right more to now. Say than I do. The opposition that is funded by a three letter agency, they started out with just, with just drowning out the info, adding out the info a year or two ago. And now they're, everything they say is angry. They're coming out with anger. And it's, it's like, there's no proof, you know, instead of, instead of just talking, you know what I'm saying? Like when, when the, when somebody is a, what is it? A dissipator is an agent, a moral dissipator, a CIA, they're not coming at it with an intellectual uh, debate. They're not coming at the debate yeah. intellectually because they'll get their ass kicked. They're coming mm -hmm. at it immediately angry so that people resonate that and people feel kind of awkward when if if there's three of us talking right now if one of us was super angry and was yelling at the other one it would a shut us down because we're being cerebral but the audience would also get shut down and be like whoa this you know kind of getting out of hand yes. and they just just they just disconnect from the info they're trying they're there learning in a learning cir circumstance in a learning situation when somebody well, gets angry and yells then they just it shuts it all off and that's what they're doing that's what they, guys like yeah. that are. I, I'm calling. He's calling BS on me. I'm calling disinfo on you, buddy. Right. Well, and that's what happens yeah. th because what happens then? Nobody knows what to believe anymore. So it makes some people just want to check out altogether. Like I don't know if this person's lying. I don't know if this person's lying anymore. Was it all lie? What's is it, is there even a secret space program? I don't know. You know what's easier? Just turn 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 my head, look away, and let's go look at. Uh, hollow earth theories well well to, 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 to a lot of these people their 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 definition of proof is like a photograph or a video but that that doesn't make any sense like you can't expect that with something like this because you're not why would you why would you be allowed to take a photograph with there you is, or have video there is navy video now exactly There's photos and navy video and that's not enough proof but to them they're like oh they don't have that so they it's bs they don't proof have is, the the proof is that's the only acceptable the channel proof. seven news saying there's ets here we are right. yeah and even yeah. then oh, they won't believe it oh the news didn't report on it yeah, yeah. that's the proof <laughs> they, yeah but was, if it was real it'd be in the news aaron well if it was but, real yeah what we're seeing now why is isn't this in the news if it's real what we're seeing now is dividing conquer tactics um and it, i mean it's it's seriously it's exactly what it is like um, oh, yeah. we've been warned about this division for a long time by a certain individual. And then now this certain individual is literally causing the division. And if you question him, you'll be deleted and blocked okay. from his chat. Like I was, <laughs> look, it, I don't care what field you're in or what, and literally anyone who is saying I am the only source of information, disregard everything else. Uh, that's a massive red flag. And that is not okay no matter what, I don't care what <laughs> your excuse for that is, uh, that anyone saying I am the only real person, everyone else is fake. To me, that's a big red flag that either they're fake or they're trying to exclude everyone else because they want to be the, or they're blind, they or be they're, the main guy. Or they're blindly believing their or they're, handlers. Yes. Or they're being manipulated. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Probably there's good. with these people, this goes with everybody, these every, you know, not just SSP, all information, any insiders, right? If you have you have all these people preaching discernment, but they're not discerning the information coming from their source. So yeah. like, OK, you tell us to use discernment. But what about have you never questioned what's who's on the other side of the curtain 
from the information you're getting, it's coming from somewhere and it's not that individual because they're getting it from somebody else. And how yeah. many of these, how many of these big names, these public figures now are just talking heads are being used as puppets. Oh, look, Laura Eisenhower is here. <laughs> and look, that doesn't mean that that person's story is fake necessarily. Like right. that could be real. And I think it, I think it is with this person, but it is. doesn't mean he has not compromised now. It doesn't mean, you know, the info he's getting now is just because his story is real. It doesn't mean, Oh, oh I'm so, now we have to I'm take sorry, literally you're... everything he says as gospel. I'm sorry. You're talking about somebody. I don't know. No, Anyhow, um... <laughs> what other source of information? No, really? No, really? What other source of information out of all information says I'm the only source? Yeah. Because exactly. none of them do. Because right. nobody does. Because it's right. information. Because it's information. No, so I mean, anybody that say that I'm the only source is like they're selling something other than information. Yeah, well, that, exactly. Like for one, there's no way he can possibly know that. There's no way anyone can possibly know I'm the only person with the real information. Right. There, there's, so there's that doesn't red, even make sense on that level. There's red flags. I mean, uh, it's here's what happened. Like I all I did was I, I went into Corey's chat because that's who we're talking about. Ooh. And I said, yeah. <laughs> I, I questioned, yeah, I, I questioned, I questioned him and immediately everybody saw him. I was attacking him. Well, no, I got attacked. I mean, well, obviously you, yeah, I did, but everybody thought that I was attacking him, but they, they mistook me questioning for attacking. And instead of the, instead of like having a conversation, I ended up just getting deleted from the chat from the from the group so um, you're not even when you're not even allowed to question somebody and yeah, they, they you tell saying, you that you can only get your information from them that's a cult you were saying cult. hey i'm that's, seeing that's the I'm, answer it's a it's a cult right well, i'm a cult not even lover a of the difficult i'm the diffa <laughs> <laughs> so laura what's diffa, going on laura. thank you I'm, I'm a cult member and and call me diffa difficult <laughs> thank you for thank you for joining us how's it going I'm really good. Sorry, I'm showing up a little late, you guys. It's okay. Have you guys All been good. on for how long before I came on? Like, oh, hour? it doesn't uh, matter. Forty minutes, maybe. Forty-five, um, fifty minutes. So, really tomorrow. looking forward to this event. So, and oh yeah, we haven't even talked about that yet, guys. Are oh, oh my god, okay. So Laura and Tony <laughs> are going to be. Uh, we haven't promoted any products. Laura and Tony <laughs> are going to be speaking at our conference next May second through the fifth. Uh, and if you guys want to know all the details about that, that link is below secretspaceconference.info. But it's going to be a lot of fun. And actually, it's, it's really cool that we're doing it. I wanted to do it to give credibility to this space program that's getting laughed at now. And I kind of wanted to build a case for it and let people come and meet some of these guys who, and, and ladies who are making the claims and feel their energy themselves. And, you know, I want it's so nice to be able to meet these people in person and talk to them, engage them that way instead of just through a computer screen all the time or in a chat room. In person's a big deal. Right. And, um, yeah. You know, that's why, like I said, when I went to Vegas thing, I got to meet people in person and you really get a vibe. You really get a feel for somebody. I, you know, maybe not everybody, maybe I'm weird or something, but when you meet somebody in person, you really get an idea of what, where you, where you stand and where they're coming from. And body language tells a lot, but energy tells a lot. And so meeting people, meeting us in person, I think is a big deal, especially if you're on the fence, come on out, question us, question right. me. I'm, I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Laura, um, 
so what what the hell is going on? What do you think? What are your thoughts on these current times? My favorite part about having you on the show is getting you triggered to get you on a rant. Uh-huh. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> it's, I love when she goes on her rants. It's amazing. Disclosure. Well, because I feel no, here's why. Because whenever she rants, I think you're channeling because you just start spitting out gold sometimes. And it's awesome. Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to deliver tonight. Because uh, <laughs> I've been trying to curb that because a lot of people complain. But thank you for <laughs> appreciating it about me. Um, how I feel about these times is it's pushing us to the edge to access our capacity to create synchronicities and miracles and step into aspects and areas of ourselves that have been largely kept dormant and through a lot of the propaganda and narratives and indoctrination programs that we've seen um want to just kind of keep it locked out and locked down and anybody that opens that up is like ooh, crazy ooh, woo woo this or that and and sometimes those vaults are open and they're misrepresented so the best way we can move forward is come back to center we don't have to externalize anything we can be inspired by each other but we don't have to follow anything follow any teaching any dogma doesn't matter where it's coming from if it's telling you how to think it's no different than dogma even if it's not considered religious Uh, at the end of the day we need to hold hands we need to rehabilitate together we need to have each other's back we need to accept the difficult and dark places that we go through and go into um, to remind each other of the light on the other side of it all. Not the false light, light at the end of the tunnel, even though you know that has its legitimacy, but that inner light of wisdom that can illuminate itself in the face of utter darkness. And in times of utter confusion and not knowing what tomorrow is going to bring, it's helping us to illuminate that light. Man, and that was, to me, that is the ultimate savior is wisdom. That was so. like a beautiful Shakespeare performance there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> way to way to come bring in that feminine and balance everything out for ah. us. Yeah, uh, that was that, that was great. And you're absolutely right. And something that you've mentioned before in the past is what you call trigger events. And that's what we're seeing a lot of right now. Um, even like this Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Uh, how many people got triggered over that? I mean, it, yeah, like it might have looked like a victory for us, um, for the Second Amendment and all that stuff. But then you're then you're seeing videos that look like a green screen and a guy's foot's disappearing. And how much of it's actually a show? There's, you know, some of yeah, it. So it's like, was this whole thing a psyop or right. a distraction from other stuff? Or- and then now he's yeah. now he's uh, not posting pictures with trump it's like okay this isn't just a normal scenario here this is very well planned out i think right and then he collapses it's like wow that was that was pretty epic and i hope my uh, i mean the false flags this is the thing with ai it can mimic and imitate pretty much everything and anything but when we can stand in sovereignty and go into that neutral zone and literally feel our heartbeat in the void it erases and nullifies all these different tactics used to kind of pull us in, right? When people get into those stories or get pulled into those stories, whether they're true or not, we lose our space to those things. It doesn't mean we, we, we want to give up on compassion or empathy or curiosity or like, oh my God, what is that story? But we have to be able to see it from a space of neutrality uh, as much as we yeah. can, because there is so much BS and theater. Right. 
theater it's yeah. a, it's literally like a movie like we don't know if these people are wearing masks if it's cgi if it's deep fakes there's green screens all of the above i mean it's it's almost not even worth turning on your tv and i actually mean that i mean don't or, get or maybe any it was, yeah maybe it was a side you know maybe it was one distracting from things like the Ghislaine maxwell thing going on two to start chaos because they knew if this trial happened and then he you know he was not guilty then a bunch of riots are going to start and then they want that to get out of hand and maybe they're trying maybe they're trying to start a civil war maybe they're trying to start you know well that, they are. to me that that seems the most likely if this if it was a fake setup thing well it, it, and that's the question like even if, if it was people are asking well like, why what's the point um don't know I don't know, but all of a sudden, Rittenhouse... Maybe, like, maybe it's a problem reaction just... solution. They're trying to start chaos so they can come it in with some... It creates loose. Exactly, right. it creates loose. They can come in with a, oh, now we got to lock down everything, and who knows what, you know, their solution would be to the chaos. The, the Rittenhouse trial is, and the coverage about it, and the responses to it are a bunch of giant lies to cover up the original lie, where yeah. the, those... that the, And here's the original lie, that it was a peaceful protest. Because these were yeah. guys, really, and they tried to turn it into a race issue, but these were a bunch of white guys beating up on a white guy. It had nothing to do with race, and it had nothing to do with the protest. He was there, you know what I mean, like trying in a police action. We had we had a Black Lives Matter protest in my town, and they it was a great protest. I went to it, and there were guys with guns protecting the businesses. They were these guys were ex army apparently there's like a va the whatever fraternity or something that they and they organized and they were here there were dudes in body armor and guns standing on the corner in my town right in my city and they were protecting the businesses and they stayed on their half and the rally happened over by the the lake and stayed on their half they sang their songs they did everything it was peaceful it was great and so this was something that protest had a provocateur so remember the cia ops are mole um what is it mole dissipator and provocateur and that they had these guys that died and were shot were provocateurs they had guns uh, one guy beat him with a skateboard and these were white guys beating on white guys but they turned it into a race thing because it's a slide reflex everybody's been programmed like yeah, i they, can't even talk about race i can't even talk about he's, it. he's a white supremacist which right well, make, and, which automatically <laughs> gets which automatically gets that that branding so yeah. they're just it was just big lies to cover up the the original lie and so it's over it's behind us i tune yeah. into the news sometimes just to see what they're lying to us about you get yeah, the yeah. idea it lets you know what page they're on anything the new anything the media anything the media is trying to push is a lie and it's not it's for an agenda that is it's, not for, it's for a purpose it's for, best a interest. for a result yeah <laughs> yeah exactly right. it is it is manipulation to the max for a results like you said well and so there's an go ahead were you gonna say something laura well i'm i'm, I'm disagreeing it, it's it's uh i'm gonna do a long pause because i usually talk fast it's like oh my god she has something <laughs> no i don't mean to put you on the spot i i just oh, thought no, you were gonna no, say totally something with everything you guys are saying uh most psychological operations are to create inversions to the growth period or breakthrough that humanity is about to go through. So, mm. you know, we have collective consciousness. Uh, we have the micro world and how that collects or connects with the macro. So our own personal journey connects with 
the collective consciousness. So micro macro. So every time we're about to take a huge leap, whether it's in our personal life or on a collective level, there's some sort of attack or sabotage. And in the face of that, we have to ask ourselves, do we become victimized? Do we give our power away or do we accept the challenge and move into the terrain of gaining more self-awareness, humility, and ability to access, you know, these greater treasures. They're so threatened by what we're going to reclaim that in their attempt to try and steal it from us is where we need to be more empowered to retrieve it and not allow it. You know, once right. you know the bully mentality, they can't pick on you anymore. In actual fact, you turn their weapons into a tool for your own growth and it ends up going back on them uh, to either like, learn or grow from or to uh, have uh, it, it completely annihilate it and turn into space dust. I did, I did a recent video uh, message to Hollywood. I took it down off of YouTube. I, I'm going to put it somewhere else. But it's like with all love and forgiveness and understanding, what, 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 what sort of scenario allows you to enable something that's right under your nose? So as much as you're like into the me too movement stuff, people with so-and-so groping on you, even though you dated them, where do we get to the nitty gritty about what's really going on with uh, human uh, and child trafficking and pedophilia? So right. I, I feel a lot of these stories are no different. A, a total cover up and a distraction. Well, it's a distraction. So we don't even talk about that stuff anymore. Right. They don't even covering that stuff is what they don't want. So, you know, they're going to create these surface level events and these surface level disclosures that aren't actually disclosing anything. And, you know, the people who are unaware get excited about it. But there's so much of a deeper issue here that I don't think that m many people can comprehend it. And if, if some of the stuff we've heard about these this trafficking and these tunnels and stuff, if any of it's true, it's it's horrifying. And I really do believe that is the case in some in some places. And there are real articles being uh, that are leaking, that are sneaking out. Not many people see them, but they're busting some small rings of people. You know, they're actually arresting people, sex traffickers and stuff. It's not just like nothing's happening, but we just don't hear about it. Right. So with like Epstein yeah. and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, Maxwell. and... So if you don't mind me asking, like, Tony, you know, you, you've experienced being trafficked to billionaire parties, right? Yes. When you see what's going down uh, on the sort of mainstream or even just uh, more uh, protected and censorship-free platforms, are you feeling encouraged? Do you feel like this is being exposed or do you feel, I mean, like, how are you processing what you're seeing based on what you've gone through? Okay, big it's a big issue with me and I uh, for the most part don't like to talk about it because it's like a, a porcupine um, but it was funny to me to watch their response in the very beginning in the early in 2016 when we had the the Hillary emails and the pizza gate and the, mm -hmm. and the, uh, the letter 17 came out with info on all this it was it was heartbreaking to me because I came out in 2015 with my information and what I remembered. And it was like, I was just saying what I remembered. I wasn't trying to connect dots. It was, I was just like, it was part of my entire memory that I got back. So I included it. 
And it turned out to be true. It turned out that they did. And watching their, the actual media response. So at first they were like, there's nothing. These guys aren't true. This just, we don't even know what you're talking about. And they didn't acknowledge it. They just ignored it when they when they were confronted with pedophilia and in the politics, like they were having these sex parties and bribing, uh, officials they were just they never even commented they just acted like nothing happened this cute guy is a conspiracy guy now now that it, we're after we're post the the elect 2020 election now they're going after it now it's a conspiracy theory everything that now they're trying to cover it up with his they're trying to bury the history of it so that mm-hmm. people that go and research it later well now that it's history because the trump administration is history and the that whole genre of the the queue and they're talking about all that the pedophilia oh. and all this that's all in, in our history books now now they're now we've got the big effort by them they're spending big bucks hbo documentaries on and on da, 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 yeah. every single washington post they're coming out and calling it all conspiracy theory and it's a huge crime because it's our history and so right. yeah well I that's what <clears throat> go ahead tony i don't have some people people always hit me like why aren't you angry why don't you do something about it and I'm like, well, I am. I'm sitting here right now. And uh, I'm not uh, angry about it. I'm not angry about it because it was in the past. So what's anger going to do? I'm not going right. to end up in jail over this. You don't want to dwell on that frequency anyway. Right. And I don't want to, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to spook everybody that there's a boogeyman coming to get them either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just feed it. So it's, it's a technology to them and it has, it, it's, it's an action that goes in and produces a certain result to these people because that's all they're about. It's all they're about is getting a mechanism that works. And that's what it is. And so I'm tri- it's hard for me to try to get my head around it and understand it. I look through history, you know, the cannibalism, like, like I'm still studying it. I'm still studying it. I, I uh, At that party we were at, Laura, in Mount Shasta, I bombarded Brad. I chewed his ear off where he was like, get away from me, man. I was going at him with uh, the can of the history account because he's ancient aliens. We you know tried I mean? to like literally eat his ear, like yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. But I was please, like, I dumped no. everything on him at once. I was like, hi, can I sit by? I was like, by the way, do you know that there were cannibalism? No, I think he was global? like really blown away and like honored, like you know. No, he was like he was like, at a party. Chill. I'm like, oh my god, it's so grateful. I think he was like, dude, chill. That's a little much. I look at everything through this weird lens, which I, I'm not sure is accurate, even though we're truthers, right? We're mm-hmm. connected to truth freaking she, but your humbleness might not notice. Oh my God, Brad Olson thinks a world of you, but I know I felt awkward at that party. Remember we were trying to cross <laughs> that pond with that board and there was no light. It's like, <laughs> I barely, I was, I was you really know, cool. I, sounds I like a, a good party. I, I hadn't drank in a while. I drank quite a bit. Parties um, are not the same without Journey to Truth. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be able to we'll be able I to missed, party at I our conference. That party. I was yeah. at that conference. Yeah. I saw you guys. So, but what I'm uh, what I want touching back on that. So, I'm just right now at this point. I'm just trying to get my head around why they do it and how they enable to have the balls to do what they do. And so now we're seeing the concerted, the, the powers that be really trying to bury it. And that's, that's, that's our job to not let it get buried. That's, well, it's, it's like that simple. So the cabal yeah. is like a big giant narcissist. And what does a narcissist do? They rewrite history. So they're not held accountable. That's what they're doing every they day. Print, they're trying to they rewrite history in real time. time. In real time. They lie. So you, right. They emotionally manipulate. And they're taking advantage of the understanding of the brain computer 
you know, we're electric, magnetic, we have emotions, we have creativity, but we also have the logical kind of brain kind of factual thing. So when a vision or an intent manifests, there is scientific data behind how the physics behind it were able to produce it, which would be like, oh, science. What I hated about school and growing up in the school systems, just like all of us, is just science doesn't appreciate consciousness or spirituality or our capacity to co-create. It's just like, this is a junk DNA. And science felt like the controllers. And every class that I took, and it wasn't like, you know, I was just going to drift off and do a bunch of LSD. I was just like, fuck you you're not even coming close to covering the right. best education, which is listening to the children and the people. If, if, if an open forum could happen where it's like, you know, pass the talking stick, it's like the genius of the children and the souls that have been born, doesn't matter how old they are, children, adults. We, I, I feel the only way we can really get an education is through listening to each other, not regurgitating something that we got in a textbook. Right. Well, what did they do? Like obvious, right. So anyway, right. just talking the obvious. Well, what do they do? They, I mean, most of it's busy work. It's not actually education. You know, there's teachers that I've, I had classes where they're like, uh, yeah, just read this chapter and answer questions on the teacher doesn't it, do anything. It, it teaches and, you to be obedient and a good slave. Right. And then and like I'm a terrible slaves. That's all the education system. Is well, here's here's how screwed up it is, though. You could ace a test. But if you used a red pen instead of a pencil, you failed it because you didn't follow directions like they're exactly. they're teaching you to comply more comply, than actually educate Obey authority. Don't question. Right. Be a good little slave. That's why that's why sadly. that's why a prison and a school is the same building. Literally. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Public. And, and Tony went through, uh, you were pulled out of school. It's like, okay. Yeah, I was scuffled in through the side door or the back door. You know, it was, they had access. It was somebody that had access that just threw me in there because they could. And as a, you know, to make themselves feel better about me not getting along with their kid. You know, it was that simple. So people acclimate to, to treating people a good way or a bad way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, when somebody gets very uh, wealthy, they get to say whatever they want. They treat people badly all the time because they can just hire somebody different. So it yeah. gets normal to the, it normalizes that it, right? So these people were at normalized. It was normalized to have people abducted to them. So you get what I'm saying? Like he was somebody mm -hmm. that had that kind of level of access to where they were like, you know, I don't like what that guy says. Let's throw him in a prison in uh, uh put him in a 20 back and throw him in hard labor for 20 years because so, i don't like that guy you know it was somebody that literally had that kind of power and those that what that means is that if and i've always said that you know like even proving my memories to myself like it's hard to it's hard to get on stage in front of a bunch of people that never heard of any of this before and explain it to them and explain it on, make it make sense and make it where they don't think I'm crazy and, and not be, feel embarrassed. I do. Sometimes I talk in front of a crowd and I'm like, this sounds embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like I would, I would call BS on me. You know what I'm saying? So I, if I can trust some of my memories, I have to trust all of them at the same 
level. So that's what that is. And so basically that means that these people, if I, if this, this all happened to me, I've proved it to myself and I've proved it to other people and researchers and their proof. That means that it's happening to other people. That means that the same guy that grabbed me, that pulled me out of, I was a 10 year old boy. That means that other people have that kind of authority or power or whatever you want to say it. And that means they're out there right now. So that means other people are being subjected to the same, possibly to the same kind of stuff. Or, you know, not only, not only that, but I believe that there were other kids taken from my school that went through a less traumatic experience. They were taken because he liked them. I also feel that there is a form of karma out there that what comes around goes around. And these people have ways to just deny it or avoid it for a long time. So where they feel like it doesn't happen. But I feel that, you know, what ultimately the energy you put into other one consciousness puts an energy into another consciousness, finds its way back to you and it magnified. And yeah. so that I think, you know, that's why I can let it go. I kind of can let it go because I've had that happen in other parts of my life. I've seen it happen where, you know, something bad happened to me and I just kind of let it go and then watch it, watch it come right back to that person because they were okay with it. They were okay with doing something bad. Your intention is what dispels karma. So I, I don't really, um, you know, I don't know. They're going to have to learn. That's what, that's what uh, is just as we are primitive are the people that are in charge of our secret space programs are primitive as well. And they're, right. they're the same kind of monkey as we are. Well, and a lot of it, a lot of it is, is programming. A lot of it's programming. Some people don't know any, anything different. If you're born into it, um, that is your normal. Um, uh, even one time um, on Dr. Phil of all shows years ago, there was this girl who had Dr. been Phil, like Oprah's best friend. Dr. Yeah. Phil? But, but listen, be cool though. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving him any props. But what I'm saying is he had a sex traffic victim on his show and she didn't know anything else. And she was telling the crowd, the audience, she's like, I, I actually miss it. She missed that lifestyle. Like she didn't know what to do being out of it and being saved. She didn't know how to wow, be. That's a really good point. So they, that's all they know. So when these people are born into it, it's literally like they are on a different level of consciousness than us or different plane of existence. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's really sad. And Learning to let go of whatever it is of the really of uh, throughout life, your whole life, like learning to let go is a huge, is a level of, to the soul, right? right. So mm -hmm. learning to let go of wherever you was, because there, how many times, like just moving, like every little thing, like I'm, I'm like sentimental about stuff in my living room. And so if oh my it God, breaks, me too. Can I, right, if it breaks, I'm like, interrupt, but like I literally cried my eyes out. Cause I was going to miss the Oak floor of this fucking rundown shitty apartment i was like literally crying my eyes out i'm like i've moved so many times like 30 40 times i'm like i'm crying like, right I'm and you have really to let go of things that are bad that happen to you and you have to let go of things you love constantly that's what life is life does that to all of us and it's a it's a skill some people are awesome at it or some people i'm like wow was, you know some people can just move on you should and... be a part of the olympics like oh my god <laughs> right like, oh, olympics like i like <laughs> the let goers yeah like yeah well no it is that's the that's <laughs> yeah. the biggest thing because if you it's if you can achieve that then you can grow and you know there's it's when we hold on to these things we're stunting our growth we're holding ourselves back it's like our own ball and chain our, own, right? our, lim our limiting beliefs are the ones that keep us enslaved enslaved and it's le learning to let go of that. It's absolutely right, Tony.
Um, your book, Tony, uh, somebody mentioned your book in the chat. When is, what's the timeline on that? What's it looking so like? Close. So I wanted to have it by December 1st, but I'm in the end of it. And I keep going back to things that I said in interviews and adding it up, adding stuff in. So the last really, and I've, I've told this to you guys, you guys interviewed me in the past and I said the same thing. I was like, everybody wants to talk about Mars or they want to talk about Seattle, the early years. Like once I start in the story and get to it by the time, then we get to the end of the two hour interview it's like, oh, you know what? I was on a spaceship on series and boom, we got to go by maybe next time. And so those memories don't get exercised much. And so now as I'm writing it in the book, like I'm literally still remembering things like because in the book, in the book form, I'm, we're edited, Jackie and I are editing it and she comes back with questions and I go, you know, things that nobody ever asked me before. And I have to stop and remember. And I go, wait a minute. Like we were talking about the soil earlier, you know, I was telling you guys, we were editing the book tonight and we were talking about when I was in the mines and what was the dirt like? She asked me, what was the dirt like? And I said, you know, no one's ever asked me that before. It was chalky. It was like chalk and started, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's where I'm at. So that we're just in order for it to make sense to everybody. Um, she's, she's always giving me grief. She's like, you know, this, you don't describe anything. You're just telling what happened and move on. And in order to make it sense so that the reader can really get their head around it, we're filling it out. And then plus she got married last week. So she took a week off. She's on honeymoon. So we're editing the book. It's, I mean, I got to think I've got like four days of editing and it's done. And then I'm going to send it off. Dr. Sala has agreed to write the forward. So nice. I'll send it to him. He's going to read it real quick, which I imagine will go fast and he'll write the forward and get back to me and it'll go straight to Amazon. So middle hopefully end of december i'm you know tentatively i'll say it like that middle of december hopefully by christmas the the book will be out so i'll definitely have it at the secret space program i will definitely have copies there for you guys and i will have them for for available for people there i will be autographing i'll practice my i'll practice the best signature i can but i I (laughs) will definitely have like i gotta practice you know what i mean or maybe just an x X. Where yeah. can where can people find that? Yeah. So right now the pre-order is man, I gotta look at the count, but we sold most of the pre-orders. We had we offered a hundred copies for a hundred bucks and we sold most of them already. And so that's on the website, tonyrodrigues.com. I will put that when the book goes to Amazon and the link, that'll be on my website, tonyrodrigues.com. And I'll be begging you guys to come back on here and promo the book. You oh, too, yeah. Laura. I want to be on everybody's oh, totally. show All and just go and talk about like it. Anytime. Yep. <clears throat> I, I got your back and I, I i live to promote everything that you do and you know <laughs> I, I i just have nothing but gratitude for all that you have given to the collective and the blessing that you are so oh my gosh i look coming from you that's huge thank so you much so much. much that's amazing to me i'm like just roll it off my tongue <laughs> i mean truth um, i do want to say that there are some so it's not a it's not going to win a pulitzer Right. So it's not some kind of like super poetic thing. It's not, it's not Mark Twain. It's not exactly Mark Twain, but I am proud of the book. There are things that I'm reading in the book where I look back on it and I'm like, this is good stuff. I mean, people that read this are going to be blown away. Mark Twain might be like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Twain, you know, the spirit of Mark Twain's like, oh my God. You know, what's in the secret space program? What's interesting about that, Tony, is that. What was I saying earlier about reading William Tompkins book and his testimony? There's so many details in there that he just doesn't he doesn't put in his interviews because when you're writing, there's a different you're recalling a different way than when you're talking. So uh, there's a lot more that he has written. So I imagine that your book will be the same way. Like you just can't get it all from the interviews. 
it's a lot more personal uh it's personal stuff it's like people it's the people that i was with there's a lot of that there's a lot of info about the people that i worked alongside or people that lived with while i was out there and that's that's really what filled out in the book story versus an interview you know and then i'm still going back and keeping it all like i've got to cover a lot of the technical stuff technical stuff from from my interview that i've shared in interviews i'd i'd hate to have something in an interview and then it not be in the book and people go wait a minute i saw in your interview why didn't you talk about that so i'm kind of filling that's what i'm doing right now is filling that stuff out in the later chapters i'm in i'm in the last two years of the 20 and back that's getting filled out and we're we're more than halfway edited so as soon as that's done it goes like i said it, it goes on its trip and it'll be done and it, thank god because i'll be happy when it's over <laughs> Yeah. Right. I'm well, no, sure. thank you for putting all the work in. I'm looking forward to it. I got myself yeah, a pre-order copy. So uh thank it's, you, sir. Right. No, it's gonna be awesome. I know it is. Um, so we're moving into the age of Aquarius. I know this is Laura's uh this is her forte. Right. So really, yeah, sort of maybe. <laughs> well, what is <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's moving into this love frequency essentially. It's a frequency where the darkness can't even exist anymore. Yeah. So it's all exist. it's all inevitable. Yeah, you know, we might take a few steps back sometimes. It might not look that great, but it's it's inevitable. We're moving into that energy, into that age of I don't know, golden age, whatever you want to call it. But and we don't know what that's gonna look like. But what do you see like as far as astrologically? What kind of changes are taking place? Well, when you talk about the inevitable, the inevitable is what I feel our greater potential. Like ultimately, no matter how many times we fall down, no matter, no, no matter how many times we might get it wrong or not understand it, the inevitable is that a realization an epiphany and awakening is going to take place. So we can get lost in these, time loops and even <laughs> genetic modification of ourselves to then have to put ourselves in a position of, oh my God, what was I thinking or where am I, you know, to open up the gateways to a, a greater epiphany that starts the healing process. I don't feel that there is anything that can't be healed, restored, corrected and transformed or alchemized. And so in these times, particularly uh, November 30th, the sign of Phiacus is really lit up and it's ruled by the ether and the asteroid Chiron. So as we move through the zodiac signs, the calendar year, there's something very significant that is present that has not been present for quite some time. So as of 2010, it began to become present. November 30th to December 17th. So when you look at the 13th sign, it's like, oh, well, how does that fall into place at this time of year when we're going from, you know, Libra, all right, seven, eight, Scorpio, nine, Sagittarius, 10, Capricorn. How, where, where does the Fiacus fit in? Like people are like, do I need to change my whole astro chart? Well, it's an overlay but not an overlay like the uh, reversal grid network, like Nephilim reversal grid and uh, Niberian diet of crystal reversal grids put in place. This is part of the greater corrections that has to do with the Venus transits. So where this falls into place is not gonna be like, oh no, that's the eighth, no, that's the seventh, no, that's the ninth planet, no. 
it's the 13th, which actually is the center of the zodiac wheel, is the zero point unified field. So as much as it might fall into place between November 30th to December 17th, what this particular phase does is it pulls us into the zero point so we can begin to collapse the negative patterning of a lot of the different planetary alignments that have made it very easy for us to be siphoned and fed upon. This planetary consciousness is very interesting in the fact that it's not just like earth, fire, water, earth, air, air. <laughs> thanks. I'm like, uh, now we got ether and the ether energy has been very, uh, so, all right, let's just put it down to the symbology of Satanism with the inverted pentagram, uh, which also relates to the reversal 55, which has to do with the manipulation of the dodecahedron, which has to do with the ether. Now that the ether is available, it's not about belief systems or, oh yeah, it has to be all about mother or goddess. No, it's about, can we hold space for ourselves to connect to something that can purify the nucleic acids of our DNA and our elementals, earth, air, fire, water. When the ether comes in, it can clear and clean all that up. And it's not about punishment or judgment. It's about unconditional love and the ability to be honest enough with ourselves and it busts down new age bullshit and it busts down religion and it busts down like whatever outer authority is trying to infect us with how we should be, how we should respond and how we should live. And so when we determine on our own terms, how we should live and exist, sovereignty or being rebellious doesn't mean being out of control or being irresponsible. It's saying, you know, I have the ability to be free. But right. freedom isn't just doing whatever you want, killing people and just being a fucking lunatic. No, to me, freedom is more connected to God's source, goddess, uh, integrity, compassion, and understanding that diversity and harmony is oneness. Our differences are not a problem. If you want to live your consensual life different than me, right? Differences. why would I have to have an issue with it? It's like, I wouldn't. As long as a person's not harming somebody who is like, no, I don't want that. And they're saying and screaming, I don't want that. And they're still doing it. I mean, there's multiple forms of rape in our culture and society. It's not just sexual. But when we can stand in our integrity and in our truth and say, hey, here's my boundaries. This is what I want to manifest and create. And we stand true to it. And people are throwing stones like, eh, you're not allowed to do that. You need to think like me. And it's like. I, I, whoops, sorry, uh, <laughs> for them. Um, I, I feel this is where we need to find a common ground of acceptance. It's like, it's not about right or wrong. It's about love or lack of love. And the lack of love means you can invade somebody's space and you can manipulate them and you can intrude upon their space because you have some sort of narcissistic tendency. That has nothing to do with politics or religion. That has to do with being a shit fuck ass wipe <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with politics or religion it comes down to who are you can you accept other people's way of being can you accept your own and can the differences that we all hold be a blessing instead of detriment doesn't mean we all have to think the same it's like you know maybe somebody wants to have like 
hundred wives, you know, if, if the hundred wives agree, who am I to be a moral cop about it? It's like, as long as y'all are in agreement, yay, that sounds great Consent. for y'all. Yeah. If I want to just have a monogamous, like true love thing that makes me feel that that, or it doesn't matter what people decide. Right. We should cherish our differences. I mean, exactly. that's, I guess my point, which yeah, I yeah. Yes. cherish the differences because I mean, it, it's actually that recently. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Go right. ahead. I was just going to say it's, it's the differences that's fascinating to me. Um, observing other ways of life and how people live in other cultures and all that stuff. That's, that's diversity. And that's so key right now. You know, right now they're trying to turn us into zombies and, and basically they're hijacking the individuality of the people. They want everybody to be the same, have the same phone, have the same brand clothing, have the same Think the chip. same yeah. things, yeah. have the same beliefs. Like it's those differences that yeah. make us who we are. And that's- There's no one way to be. I mean, as exactly. long as it's consensual, it doesn't fucking matter. It's like- right. Exactly. So Tony, I mean, you've been speaking on this recently. You're like, I, I saw, I couldn't help it. I saw it a post that you did under somebody who was like, you know, Oh, I don't, I don't know if I even want to bring it up, but you're like, you understand the extremes of the cabal that hide behind religions that are very much about, you know, shame and blame and like guilt towards sexual energy. And you see on the other side of it all that they're going full throttle with that kind of mentality. Where do you find a balance with it all? It's easy to have the to talk. They've, they've made everybody so pissed off that it's easy to inflame when you talk about race or sexuality, like homosexuality, or, you know, the kids nowadays have all these millions of different genders and all that. So they made it where it's a powder keg. They do. Well, I mean, well, I know whatever. it's funny. Millions but, of genders. Uh, there's millions. Can boil it, boil it down to this. Like we were talking, the post was about sexuality and it was about um, pornography that, you know, people are saying that porn quit watching porn and i put on there that you know if people if if we were a more liberated society we wouldn't need porn if there if sex was a little bit more accessible we wouldn't need porn and so and and that and that the other thing i posted was that shoving the the soulmate one lover in your entire lifetime possession of a lover that you possess you own documents to i think is more detrimental to you to someone's health sexual health than porn and well, if you're lost in a fairy tale where you're like you know and you get triggered you're like you just want your partner to be your one and only and no well see here's the thing is because just as we're talking and that break that is perfect segue because we're talking about diversity so it is for somebody so a monogamous relationship there are people that have been married for 60 70 years and they're happy they're awesome and it is for somebody that that one soulmate possession lover That's is them. It doesn't need for to people. be for everyone, and, right? Right. Exactly. Well, and there are people that have sex as easily as a handshake, and it's it's the right thing for them as well. And one, what happens is you've got this duality where they're they're saying no, you need to be like me, and the other one's saying no, you need to be like me. And what it is is they both have they both have the right to exist, and they're like you said, no yeah. one's getting hurt. It's a matter or, of con- consensual. If two people are in a relationship, they both need to be on the same page with that. Cause you, that's when exactly. you get in trouble I, when you're with somebody that is like, Oh it, no, I'm going to go have sex with a bunch of people. And the other person's like, well, I don't want that. The ability that, to be like, honest is yeah, like, shouldn't like, together. Yeah. yeah you need to be honest. I don't want to find out the hard way. Just like, let's have an honest conversation first. That's right. 
And, and well, if you're both is, on the same page, then there's no, it's great. You know, it's see how it works. See how fast we can get into deep water with this conversation, with this topic. We're well, in deep yeah. water already. Let me, let me, <laughs> oh, let me yeah. bring no, 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 it's important. And I know it's like, let me bring but, I like what you said about, like, oh my God. I'm like, oh, about people thinking relationships are like, own, like you own the other person, you know, yeah, that's no weird. one owns anyone. You don't own. Well, some people think that you know, and there's a real imbalance there. So some people feel the need to be owned and that makes yeah. them happy. And you know what I'm saying? By their lover, they feel they feel that's an insecurity. They feel the need to be owned. And that's and an insecurity on their part. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's up to them because we all have different, you know, things that mm. lessons we're going to learn from yeah. being in love. And some people don't. And I think we're moving. You Like I said, when you watch the kids and where what they're learning nowadays, we're moving into it. Uh, 20 years from now, sexuality is going to be a completely different issue than what it is today amongst the people that are most, you know what I'm saying? Like the kids nowadays, I didn't grow up with access to Pornhub when I was 10. You right. get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't grow, we didn't grow up with that. The kids nowadays do. They are, they're, they're exposed to it. And kids that don't have access are rare. At a very, very young I age. I think those porn people are really like cheesy and they're not in love. And it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Oh, yeah, well, it's that's, not real. That's, it's that's not societal real. programming, though. They're programmed because they, they get into it because they see dollar signs. Yeah, it's like if you haven't gotten laid for a while and you need to be reminded of what sex is all about, sure. I'm sure. Well, it's well, they also want people addicted to that. And it's like it's a. I think it's a siphoning of energy. And I expect your wife to be a porn star. Yeah, that's very. Well, yeah, well, it it destroys because then it's like if if everyone's addicted to porn, and you're kind of like stuck in your lower chakras, you know, well, when everyone's like stuck in their lower three chakras like, only yeah. and out of the heart, they really want everyone out of the heart space, and that's what you see, the programming manipulation of everything in society basically is geared towards that to keep you out of your heart space well, keep you addicted to power it, money like, and sex well, it, it, I mean, it can, even though it's addictive it can serve to remind a person of how to come home like fast food it's like okay you know big mac uh it's like no i wanna it doesn't mean about vegan or like i i think tony you were gonna say something or one of you was no, I, I was yeah um I'll save you from not knowing what to say, Laura. <laughs> uh, no, so Thank you. the big thing is uh, everything's become so superficial. So people yeah. are going out to meet people when and they don't even they're going out trying to find their type when they don't even know who they are. So you have yeah. every you have a, a fake version of somebody going out meeting somebody else's fake version. And then, you know, you guys think you you watch the same show on Netflix or whatever. So you guys like have something common. You like the same sports team because that's how surface level is becoming now, because there's no depth to anything. When you have all these Instagram, all these Instagram models that are influencing all these young girls that that they and make them think that they have to look and be a certain way for the opposite sex to attract the opposite sex, which isn't true at all. Everybody is out there meeting each other and looking for the wrong things in people that's the big problem. Like it's, it's not just because like it's the same thing as looking for a savior. It's just in a you know romantic right. relationship person to save you when right. it's supposed to be. But, and life. then, but that's what this awakening is doing. These frequencies um, we're seeing a lot of separation right now because everybody's true colors are coming to the surface right now. And it's a, 
it's really a path of self-discovery and that's going on within these marriages. And one partner might be going through something and the other one isn't, and you can't stay with that frequency. You have to be honest with yourself at this point and move on. You're only hurting yourself. Yes. Nope. I, I'd like to say that I think that, um, you know, looking at, there's really not a lot of history to study. I, I really, it's a subject that I like to study. Like marriage isn't that old. The way that we, the way that we marry nowadays isn't a practice that's that old in history. It's not that old. It's, yeah. uh, you would think it's like 10,000 years old. It's not. Uh, there are cultures that had a version of marriage, but it wasn't the same. There was also very easily, um, cultures in the history that had marriage could very easily divorce. Like both, both of them consented to divorce was over. And there wasn't yeah. a big, it wasn't the, the, the tying a knot, like the literally a, red, and, a knot of red yeah. tape that it is yeah. now with taxes. So exactly. marriage is a I young thing before we close. Anyway, keep going, Tony. Oh, sorry. Well, I was, um, and then what we're seeing now is that real empowerment towards like, uh, L, the LGBTQ. I, I don't even, I, yeah, I, just, I'm just not that the alphabet. Yeah. the yeah. Alf, Whatever. I, you know, and I don't yeah. mean it disrespectfully. I'm just don't, I'm just not that versed in it, but we're starting to see a real normalization and empowerment of that, which I think is ultimately okay. Um, you know, because when I grew up, it was like, if there was a gay person with, you know, everybody was like, kill them. And so I think that was wrong. The hatred towards like, because that was trying to keep everybody in a single file line with relationships. And I think that everybody, you know, every relationship I've ever had in my life was completely different. Every right. relationship I ever yeah. had with anybody was a nothing like the last one I had. And mm -hmm. so it's a it's a vast learning experience. And there are times in your life when you don't need one relationship. And there are times in your life when it makes sense. And you could stay with the same person the rest of your life. And that's awesome. But I think we need to be open-minded to both, ver both times in your life. Because what you've got is people that are at a time in their life where they have one relationship. And so they recommend it for everybody. And it's not right for the young man or the young woman or the old man or the old woman to live like everybody else. And so mm -hmm. we're starting to see, I, I'm positive about it. I think that the, what we're seeing now, the changes in the, the children, the acceptance of homosexuality and bisexuality, the acceptance of it, I think is a, is a step in the right direction. Yeah. And I think that right. you know, yeah, it doesn't people, need to be what well, goes think that wrong is, is, is if it starts getting pushed on young people, it is and being pushed and that's an agenda, but, but you're right. Acceptance of it is great. Like we should all accept, like, you know, yeah. let people do what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think there should be any kind of, any kind of labeling to it. I don't think that should, should be a homosexuality or a heterosexuality. You're either sexual or you're not. And who you're well, the, with is your business. Exactly. It's, it's your own business. And but it, like I said, the problem with it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's like, I don't give a fuck about I don't, I just don't, but that's me. Well, Wait, well okay. And another thing, I, no, but I don't, it's like, it's not political. It's like, it's like black, white. Like, I don't care if you shove a fucking wine bottle up your fucking kajinx. Void. <laughs> oh not my, my business. God. Right. Be happy. <laughs> you know? Well, what On it is. On a level, we should not be determining what is sexually acceptable. To me, well, you know, some yeah. things are better in private. The bigger, the That's bigger issue to me is that we're being programmed away from what it means to be human, and yeah. and nobody yeah. really knows what they want anymore. They don't even know who they are, and that's the issue. Uh, you know, these other things are a result of that. If people really understood 
And we were really tapping. Why does that matter, though? Why? Why does that matter? Hollywood wants to be like, oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like, you know, if you want to, like, stimulate somebody's kundalini, uh, why don't we remind people that sexuality and spirituality is something important instead of just like, oh, you're hot. I want to fuck you. I'm done (laughs) with that fucking bullshit. If people want to play in that narrative and scenario very well then no problem at all but yeah oh i'm sorry i no I, you're I, good but you <laughs> no. know what I mean? it's like very well great and and it should be put out there i, I i'm not saying oh censor it i'm not a censorship kind of person but you know let's allow everybody to be themselves and uh you know, if you're really okay with who you are, you're not going to go against somebody else for being who they are. And right. you know, I have uncomfortableness yeah. with certain things, but I love and appreciate those who are willing to express it. I'm not going to smear it. <laughs> I, I actually acknowledge it with great love and respect. Right. Well, somebody just said in the chat, void of love. It's just sexuality void of love. And that's true. That We're void of love right now. And that's all by design. And that's yeah. exactly by design. 100%. And that's what it all stems to. You know, when you can find that heart and live in that heart space, you know, things are going to flow for you and the, and the right things are going to happen. And you don't really have to worry about all that other stuff. And when you're in the heart space, you're going to have empathy for other people and you're not going to, you're going to do unto others that you would want done to yourself. Naturally, you're not going to, you know, like because that's the whole thing. The whole system is taking advantage and manipulating others and zero empathy. Yeah, making them feel and bad. You're a prude, or you're, you know, it's like pulling people into a political party. And yeah, and this is what I love about you guys. It's and like Tony. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Oh no, here. sorry. Absolutely, and it's like if if people, you know, without humanity being manipulated and, um oppressed in the way that we are i feel like we would naturally live from the heart we would naturally have empathy for each other we would naturally um i mean not perfectly obviously but we would it would be much more than it is now it'd be way much more default instead of like a punishing belief system based in dogma and religion but we grow up mind controlled and brainwashed it's just like you know let it loose It, it, it it would you know just like when we look at like alcohol, oh, until you're 21, but look at European countries. Well, now it's beside the point because of all the mandates and lockdowns, but. Yeah. Were you there? We lose yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just oh. self-reflecting. Sorry. I was like, we've been going for quite a while though. So we might start wrapping this up. Um, but this has been an amazing conversation. We touched on everything. When I yeah, said disclosure and beyond, I didn't know when we were going to get into this exactly, but it's all important. <laughs> right. It's all important. I didn't either. And the goats, I'm like, I'm like, the most important stuff. Myself off of pig shit and goat shit. And sorry. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I took on this like farm. <laughs> like, it's like a dream come true. Now it's like, I hope I can. I, okay. So the goats are pregnant. And if you guys, uh, anybody out there wants to uh, help and assist in a goat, all right. Anyway, are you talking about your farm animals? Yeah. <laughs> so it goes um, about to have babies, but yeah, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. 
No, that's all right. I'm just like embracing like what is working instead of being all depressed and frustrated about like. Right. Well, we can't dwell in that. They, 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 well, that's why talking to you guys is awesome because you're proactive and you're sorry. But yeah. No, I was just, yeah, no, we don't need to dwell in that darkness. Like, like these trigger events are on intentionally to throw us off, to get us demoralized. Uh, so we're, we don't have the motivation to do anything. We just comply, you know, so you can't dwell in that energy. So don't focus on the external stuff. And that's what we talk about going inwards all the time. So, uh, and that's really where we are. It's, it's going to be, it's going to look different for every single individual and disclosure might look different for every single individual, depending on your existence and your lens, because we all see the world through a different lens. Well, and it's important to, it's important to note we've seen the world they've showed us through their lenses and yeah. disclosure is going to be different. We're going to have to see what's real in other worlds too. And touching on the sexuality thing like a lot of people have posted let's just say we get what we want tyler that they just close and they give you everything all of it boom here you go this is this is what we've been doing for the last hundred years and here's access to everything people are going to have it's like if you think if you think that the different the lgbtq community is um diverse you're gonna have your mind blown because other ETs are out there. They have different ways of reproducing. And yeah. we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I said, this is something that I've touched up in my testimony. There were ETs on series. I hung out in the red light district. I hung out in a brothel in my off time. And there were ETs that preferred to have sex in a crowd. They couldn't do it in, in, they could not be intimate in privacy. They just, it was a, a taboo to them. So these are the kind of things that the, we're going to have to be exposed to. Like sexuality is way varied as many different species as there are. The same sexual practices are the same thing. So we're, you know what I mean? Like people are going to have, we're, we're going to have to be very accepting. I'm not, I don't, well, I don't want to say right or wrong, but people have to be accepting right of other people. You know, that might actually explain what we're seeing, though, if we really do have all this ET DNA in us. Exactly. And different people are going to be uh, I, more child prominent. trafficking and pedophilia, though, has to go. No. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, well, children, exactly. children not talking about that. must be defended right, right sorry, out of the I gate. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, yeah. keep going, Tyler. Sorry. No, I'm yeah. just saying that maybe that's what we're seeing. And, and that's why all these needs and wants come from, because maybe somebody's DNA is just a little bit different than somebody else's because of an ET race that they might have in them. You know, right. if yes. we have like what, however many races there our DNA is composed of at this point, I don't know, but uh, it's constantly evolving and changing. So uh, that might, you know, that's why, I don't know, you get what I'm saying. That's probably why we see all this di diversity out there in sexuality, because maybe it's coming from literally different races within that individual. Point. Yeah. That's a great point. Well, as long as it's consensual, it's like, I have my way of conducting my personal love realm and sexual realm. And there's the person that I'm married to over there, yeah, yelping, right. yelping out, like, <laughs> <laughs> But then, you know, when it comes to others, it's like, I don't have to participate. I don't have to view it, but I will never want to censor it or condemn it. But when innocent lives uh, or, or anything that goes beyond a person's consent, that's the only thing I'm really advocating for. 
I am not a moral police. I don't, I don't have a perfect way of being. I have my own comfort level about how I want to conduct my own, you know, personal love life and intimacy realm. And as long as people are consensual, it's like, I don't, it doesn't fucking matter. But when it comes down to infants and children and babies and well, I already said infants. Yeah, because that's, right. that's actual harm. Like rape or, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a violence. That's, that's what I that's have. Violence and harm. Yeah, that's, well, it's yeah, violence that's and harm and, and rape different. and rape when the, when the other person of, doesn't have a say in it. Yeah, which really uh, you know puts a puts a label on it. It's not a sexuality. It's a form form of violence that right. they're yeah. doing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, um, but that's why they're they're trying to they're trying to push the whole pedophilia is is a uh, sexual orientation thing. They want to normalize it to get away with their crime. Over my dead body. No, 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 no. Well, they're trying to, because they know they're going to be exposed, right? It's Mm -hmm. it's inevitable. It's happening. So they're trying to get ahead of the game. Get ahead of the game and normalize it. Normalize it, Before they get exposed. That's all we're seeing. Um, One last question for you, Tony, and then we'll start wrapping this up. Uh, Is is this coming from- I'm actually smoking mullen and things that are good for my lungs. Anyway, it's like, you know, what's so weird when people are That's like, what amazing. Are you doing? why are you smoking? It's like, is that your business? Exactly. What we were talking about. Spent. Okay. Anyway, I was going exactly. to say, I forgot. Oh, there was a question from the chat for Tony. Is the earth flat? <laughs> no, my garage, my garage floor is flat. Right. Um, um, anybody look, any. I was at Detroit Disclosure and a girl said something about, I don't believe in, you can't make it past the firmament. And you know, what do I do with that? So. Yeah. Space is fake, Tony. Didn't you know? Yeah. It felt, it didn't feel fake Your when I was story out there. is fake, obviously. Well, what, what do you say? What do you say to that answer? What is so your answer they, to that question? I mean, so no, it's not flat. It's a sphere and all the physics around it work. But I will say this to most people that are flatter than, cause I don't, some people want to immediately attack flat earthers and like, you know, you guys are, you're so stupid to believe this. And I don't take that. I don't take that tone. Flat earthers know something's wrong with what they've been told. They, they, you know what I'm saying? Their spider senses are because they know that they've been lied to. And then the flat earth videos are so good at selling it, pushing it on you. Mm-hmm. Like they bombard you. So the people kind of just fall for it. The, yeah. the, the defense against it is educating yourself in astronomy and you can prove the earth is round to yourself and it doesn't cost a lot of money. You can prove it and go do that. Go prove, prove it's, prove it's flat to me. And w- because- exactly. But what I meant was, um, what do you say to somebody who says you can't get past the firmament? Oh, well, I, I, I just said, look, don't buy into all that bullshit. I said, I told her there was a girl there and I said, don't buy into that bullshit. It's bullshit. And the Van Allen belts were not an issue. The radiation out there is not an issue to us. We have film from the moon, film back. I was like, just, just don't buy into it. It's a, it's an op to see who's going to fall for what. They, they're yeah. gauging how deep the water is in order to change the, the flow of the water. And so that's all the flat earth is. It's all it is. It's them gauging how many people they can rope with those techniques of making up some BS and seeing what their response, you know what I'm saying? It's like a market test. And people are falling, people at works. They, they're very talented at making you believe crazy mm-hmm. shit. And so, to throw yeah, and then off. right, and then they they lop it in in with the rest of the truth or community mm-hmm. and to the normal to the normies. They're like, man, what? Wait, you you're wearing secret space program, and then that guy over there's a flat earther. Why do you? Uh, and they walk think, away from it all. 
Exactly. Why do you think every single hit piece on a conspiracy theory, they almost every single time they include flat earth, flat earth. in there? And That's then one of the main points. Pizza Gates also, right. And then that Q conspiracy also, and there's flat mm-hmm. earth people in there. So that's, it worked like a charm, hook, line, and sinker to the normies. Yeah. So, but exactly. Um, yeah, we got <laughs> yeah, bots. Uh, yeah, we got some, uh, I'm bots. looking for, I'm looking for a moderator. Uh-oh. Keystone, you're the only one I see. Can you delete all those as they pop up, please, or hide that user? Thank you. I think they're good now. Um, I think if people, if we were taught how the universe actually works and that the universe is electric and every, if we were taught how everything works, like you wouldn't even question if the earth was round or not because we would just understand things. Yeah. Jermaine says simple physics and math skills. Astronomy is a flat earth one. arguments. Yeah, right. exactly. I've been in heated flat earth arguments and I'm like, look, go and join your local astronomy club. Number one, it's a great date. You and your date. Yeah. It's a very awesome date. Go to astronomy, go to the planetarium and the local astronomy department and look through a scope, get your own scope, start getting into the night sky. There's no way the world's flat. There's no way the sky's fake. Right. It's yeah. That simple. And well, you'll, I, I, you'll be I, smarter I, for it. Right. Just I so many that, things don't oh, make sense yeah. if the earth is flat too. Like there's Gravity. so many things. What were you going to say, Laura? <laughs> air. Yeah, like air. Yeah. Well, I, I feel that we are the earth body and we are multidimensional beings and we are a replica of the original grid network and an overlay of an arconic, like holographic uh, simulation has imitated what's true. And it's the distraction of it all. Like, Right. I get what you're saying. Like, like, yeah. like like totally. certain truths and spinning it in a certain way. And as we all know, you, you, you can get a certain level of truth, but if there's one glitch in that message, it's going to begin to harvest and steal your life force and your creative energies mm-hmm. because it's, 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 it's externalized to a certain degree. If it doesn't come back to us, and our ability to occupy our own divine center and embrace our own creative imagination and be sovereign and have our own unique uh, and direct connection with source energy on our own terms. Um, I, I feel souls get really lost uh, and the vulnerability of humans having amnesia, not remembering the full picture of our galactic history, you know, makes one vulnerable um, and, and confused. But if we can go through these initiations and face all these different programs, all these different belief systems and, 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 and ask it some questions and see if it really lines up with what sustains our health and well-being, if it doesn't sustain our health and well-being, it's probably not true. I mean, mind control is what makes us sick. If we're connected with truth, that greater circulation is always going to provide us with the ability to transform. But the minute the mind begins to adopt a program, a social engineering agenda, a narrative, um, or a mind control psyop operation, then it's just an intellectual argument of who's right and who's wrong instead of understanding that if we get too messed up with trying to find the answers to the point where it divides us, then we miss the point because the point is love. And the Beautifully point- said. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. 
Right. Trying to respect our differences are a blessing to me. Diversity and harmony creates oneness, but when one's nature is connected to a mind control program, you're not going to create unity consciousness. You're going to create hive mind group mind, um, or, or, uh, a belief system that opposes somebody else's belief system when can actually like be a web of life in an ecosystem that can support our ability to restore the true tree of life template, the 12 strand diamond sun DNA. And our differences help us to switch on these dormant strands instead of the argument of what's right, what's wrong. Right. I, well, that's, and that's the, that, that was yeah. beautifully said. Well and said. the, oh. The whole mind control aspect of it, and that's what that's what we're seeing. All these, you know, there's contradicting narratives right now. That's clear. There's misinfo, and then there's the truth. And a lot of people don't know which one's what right now. And exactly what you just said is happening. We're bickering now, and we're becoming divided because we're we're being mind controlled. Basically, it's not just information. Like this information like delivering information comes with great responsibility and people aren't out there being held accountable for this stuff. And it's really having a ripple effect, a ripple effect on, I guess you could say the truther community, everybody who's trying to do this work, but what it's ultimately doing is dividing us because you have people bickering back and forth about all these different narratives and what they believe and what's true or what's not. And you, like you said, we're forgetting, we're missing the whole point. We're missing the whole point. You know, we're fighting for the same thing. And here we are arguing. Yeah. But unfortunately, we have supposed leaders in the community that are stoking all that, you know, unfortunately, right. which is but again, don't don't make don't no idols, you know, don't just because a, a leader in the community is saying something, do not take their word as gospel, no matter what, like, don't ever, ever do, do that. <laughs> Question well, I, everything, I mean, do your own research. Right. And to me, true leadership is leading by example. It's like, have you found your truth and is it sustaining your peace, inner peace and health and well-being? And if it does, it's not something to wave around as being something that others should adopt. It should be a source of inspiration for people to find their own truth frequency that might not look the same. We're not going to process things in the same way necessarily. You know, when people put a post on social media and people are like, oh, well, you know, don't do this and do that and do, it's like, it doesn't really make any sense. Can we just be neutral enough to allow one another to reach conclusions and epiphanies and their own path to discover what it means to have direct connection with spirit? And this Mm -hmm. is where religion uh, has always felt really off to me. It's not about worship. It's not about uh, following something. Yeah. True leadership is I'm going to be true to me. It might not look the same for you, but in me being willing to stand in my own sovereignty, I hope you can do the same too, even if it looks different. That exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's that's exactly. Yeah. Beautifully said. That's exactly the point right there. That's oh, like God. mic drop. <laughs> yeah, oh, mic drop. Oh, cool. I, you know, I had a few great things I wanted to say while you were talking, but you kept bringing up more points and I forgot what I was going to say. Um, somebody, thank you, Phil Christopher's for the donation. We need to evolve oh, beyond you. all the bullshit they fling at us. Yeah. 
And that's that's it. Just be at a level of awareness to understand that everything that's being thrown at us is bullshit right now. And there's so like there's much bigger issues at hand than what we're seeing on the surface. And that can you can overcome that by going in and sound like a broken record saying that. But uh, it really anytime I am like ungrounded or lost or struggling in life, I realize it's because I have gotten away from meditating or doing something and keeping myself sane right now. And we need those constant reminders that that's what it's about. I feel the people that create opposition to other people's belief systems are fundamentally insecure about what they've attached themselves to because truth does not require believers. It stands on its own. It doesn't require people to think the same way. To me, truth is a disposition that a person holds and appreciates that within somebody else. Uh, And it's not like we were talking about, it's not going to look the same. But when you're really pushing it or, or deciding you're going to hate somebody or separate from them because they don't think the same way, then maybe that's not truth. Maybe um, there's an insecurity behind it that is seeking approval because it doesn't feel very stable and secure all on its own. Whereas truth, once a person finds it, doesn't need validation, doesn't need believers, doesn't need followers. It's, it's just... It's, yeah. it's, just going to speak for itself. So, exactly. so those that are really uh, becoming toxic in the divide and conquer part of it all, because they're standing for something that they truly believe in. And if anybody else thinks differently, they deserve to be smeared or, or rejected. Um, that's not truth. Truth uh, is way friendlier because truth is not just fact. It's not just, oh, here, here's a conspiracy theory that we can prove right. It's, it's, it's way more loving and accepting of differences. Truth doesn't need something. Truth doesn't need something in return. And that's what, that's what, what you you know, a lot of these people, they're not out there spread the truth. There's a lot of ego involved in some of this stuff all over the place. And, And I'm not saying that we're perfect either by any means, you know, the ego is a big one for a lot of people, you know, cause we're programmed into that, but uh, some of these people are, they just, maybe this certain content creator, they want to be the first one to get the information out, no matter if it's true or not, they just like to be the first. And then, you know, that's their fault. And you have somebody else who's existing in ego. And then uh, it's not even about truth anymore. It's about like fame and this and that. And, yeah. you know, we're getting away from the truth movement because people are seeking attention. And I understandably, because we're born into this fucked up system and, you know, nobody knows what the hell they're doing, really. And it's everybody's just trying to find their way right now. That's why we even when we see somebody doing something, uh, we got to stop pointing fingers and, and give them some, you know, cut them some slack, even though if it, maybe it's not exactly what we want to be seeing and we know something's wrong with it. Um, is it our place to intervene? I don't know. So, hey, Tyler, I want to touch on that because that's kind of where my work's going right now and i'm hoping that at the may conference i have the slideshow put together but i want to um kind of accentuate because we're dealing with a lot of people coming forward now that excuse me had you had your memory erased right so erased and then people get memory back and that process not only is it terrifying but it's not always accurate and that doesn't mean nothing happened and i want to go over that i'm going to kind of illustrate what that means because we're getting people that are coming forward and you go, wait, that doesn't sound true to me. 
that doesn't mean nothing happened. That just means they're in the middle. Of, a lot of people are already speaking. Like they get a few memories and boom, they're in front of the microphone. And so there's a lot to be happened. What happened, it happened to me in the beginning is that I remembered some things, you know, I remembered the dots A to D and I started talking, I had, I was dealing with a researcher, but then later on the B and C came and it made, it made more sense and it was a completely different experience. And Mm -hmm. so that's what's going on now. And a lot of people are calling BS left and right, but we're dealing with people that have very fragmented, very broken memory. And they're getting there. It's an ongoing, it's a lifelong process. I'm still remembering stuff. I was remembering things tonight that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still remembering it's your whole entire life. You're going to keep remembering to somebody that's experienced this. And so that's, that is the truth. They're, they're telling you the truth Mm -hmm. and it's not right on the same time. So I'm going to, I want to touch on that. And that's not the entire point, what you guys were saying, but I do want to just, I want to publicly start making that known because so many people are getting shot down before they really have given birth to the real memory. And so, yeah. And another thing is so many, so much is like compartmentalized with this stuff that they very well might not know, you know, cause it's like, well, why aren't they saying this or these things that like you're saying, or that this person's saying, well, maybe they don't, maybe they didn't experience that stuff. Maybe they don't know it's compartmentalized. Yeah. They didn't experience it. So it's not always going to line up perfectly with every, you know, all you're right. all just speaking from your own perspective and from your own experience. Well, and you have people, uh, and the danger of saying that everyone else is a fraud or a LARP and all this oh. stuff is, is you have people that have real memories and experiences doesn't have to even be with the secret space program. But if you have memories or experiences, you're now afraid to come forward because you're automatically going to be branded as a, as a fraud or a LARP because of what somebody else is saying. And they're not straying from that story. They're adamant about it, literally saying everyone else is a, is a LARP. So even though that's obviously not true, there's people out there that want to come forward that aren't in fear of ridicule. And that's really dangerous right now. And it's actually hurting the movement. It's hurting disclosure. Because we need all these people talking, even if their memories are fragmented, maybe there's some of them are screen memories. There's a lot to unpack there and we can get to the truth if we all work together. Right. And everybody just has a piece of the puzzle that even me, it's just one piece of a giant puzzle that we're going to, we have to put together uh, and fast. Right. Super fast. Let's, you know what I mean? Like get hot. Exactly. All right. I think we've been going for quite a while, so I'm going to start wrapping this up if you guys are okay with that. Um, man, yeah, we I'm going to get on to my turkey day, man. I'm going right. to get started. I'm going to go have a cold one. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah happy Thanksgiving, whatever that means, yeah. even though we've been lied about that history also. Yeah. <laughs> we can still be thankful, though. I made a, yeah. I made a bullet point of um, the, the true history of Thanksgiving. I don't know if you guys saw that. I saw that. That was good. Yeah. Oh, no, I, well, I saw it. Good, yeah, it was true. I saw it. And it's not going to detract me from enjoying my turkey meal tomorrow. No, yeah, exactly. Playing Pictionary with the family. I said, I said, history of yeah. Thanksgiving in a nutshell. One, arrive to America. Two, kill the natives and take their land. Three, enslave the remaining natives. Four, force them to teach you the ways of the land. Five, comply or die. Six, natives comply. Seven, cook dinner to show thanks to the natives for teaching you how to survive on their now stolen land. Eight, white man, the victor, writes his version of the story. Nine, celebrate the successful takeover of native land and call it Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's, good. that's yeah, it. That's... 
that's basically what happened. I mean, I, I actually was doing a dig on it today. I, I didn't, I was researching. I was like, you know, I want to really look into where Thanksgiving came from. You know, we hear the story that we're taught in school, but um, it's very clear that that's not the case. And that's not how it went down. And uh, most of our holidays aren't, we're, we're not really celebrating the true meaning. A lot of them are astronomical events. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of our holidays are an astronomical event. Even, even like, mm-hmm. I guess Halloween is one that we're just yeah. not aware of. So whatever, yeah, we can when, keep talking about this all night. See, and that I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. You yeah. guys are what I'm thankful for because I get to talk to people like you because in my whole life, I didn't get people that got me and I'm a little weird. And so, you know what I mean? You can't talk easily about half the stuff we talked about tonight. And I'm thankful that I finally met people that can talk to me about stuff like that. It's a big deal. And it made me feel not so, not so awkward. So uh-huh. you guys are what I'm thankful for and the audience. Uh-huh. Likewise. So have a great Thanksgiving. Same Likewise. Here, thank Same you for here. saying that. And yeah, I do actually want to thank all of our followers, everybody who supports us, all the donations. I say it every time, but I mean it honestly, like there's no show. There's no podcast without you guys. You know, this is this is a passion yeah. project for us and we love doing it, but we can't do it without you guys. Literally, we can't. And, you know, we've built ourselves up to a point now where we're able to put on our own conference and we're really excited about that. And again, it can't happen without you guys being there. So thank you. Thanks for bringing that up, Tony, because and thank you guys all too, Laura, Aaron, everybody. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. just want to just uh just say a few words about what tony said these significant times that are uh you know near equinoxes periods or eclipses or um you know points on the calendar that are very significant the inversions right it's like okay if samain or halloween is basically where the veils are thinnest and we're connecting with our ancestors. Okay. Costumes and honoring that is very symbolic of appreciating it, but then we're loading our kids up with candy. And it's also, you know, there's nothing wrong with, I mean, I think it busts down demonic energies to sort of do something like funny in the face of it, because demons don't like laughter and, and, and don't like, to be mimicked back in a way that uh, isn't threatening to us, but it always perplexed me that these holidays are all about consumption, materialism, or over uh, uh, exaggerations of, you know, things that aren't healthy instead of, I mean, you guys know what I mean. Right. No, it it is. They're all about consumption, really. Yeah. They got hijacked. Yeah. It was a hijacking. Right. And yeah, we can go on. We, I mean, we're never going to stop talking if we don't stop. So, <laughs> um, no, but this was amazing. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Guys, if you want to come hang out with all of us, uh, grab a ticket to the Secret Space Conference. Tickets are below. Uh, the link is below the video. Secretspaceconference.info, $444, four days, 12 speakers, includes your meal plan. It's really a great deal because it's breakfast, lunch, dinner for four days, and it's a buffet, great food. It's not, uh, it's not, microwave dinners you know best conference ever (laughs) yeah yeah and there are live stream tickets available for those of you who can't make it uh 111 dollars gets you a live stream pass for the whole for the whole event and a six-month downloadable replay 
So um, click the link below. All the info is there. Uh, as we get closer to it, we're going to be doing more roundtables and doing some more promotions. So you guys will, you guys will be hearing about it. Um, other than that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Any last words from anybody? Great to see you guys. Thanks for having me. I uh, hope to come back. Right on. Go get Tony's yeah. book. Great to see you too. <laughs> yeah. My yeah, final words are uh, just a lot of gratitude. I look forward to seeing everybody in person at this conference. And my website's cosmicgaia.org. I have a censorship-free uh, show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. And yeah, my talk is uh, all about upgrading in the face of adversity, where what we might consider to be negative or doom and gloom is a part of this greater initiation to reclaim our treasures and to stand strong in our own personal truth and to be confident enough about it to not be threatened by anybody who might think different, but to also be an advocate for those that feel victimized or abused so that, you know, all our differences uh, are based in our own sovereign choice instead of being invaded, infiltrated, or uh, compromised by, you know, things that are coming at us. And, and for children, especially because they're very vulnerable, um, we have to be guardians. Uh, to me, we are the mother, father, guardians of children. And regardless of what we've gone through, that, that can be something we reflect upon in order to be able to adopt a greater understanding of what our children are going through. And the archonic systems will not be able to feed anymore if we come into balance and we become a more unified field. And it doesn't mean we have to think the same way, but we can meet one another with mutual love and respect and mutual consent. And where there isn't consent, we can have each other's back. We can be advocates for one another and we can set uh, those free that um, feel victimized by the controller groups and by negative ego constructs that cause uh, a predatory sort of behavior pattern that um, we don't need to compromise ourselves to. Uh, even in the, the most simplistic terms of if your job or career is requiring you to do something that goes against your greater intuition, don't be afraid to let that go. Don't think that you, the universe is gonna shut down on you. When you step away from whatever paycheck you thought you would get to stand for something greater, trust that the synchronicities and the abundance that comes from cosmic forces, earth and spirit, um, it's going to supply you with way more than whatever it is that you think you need to be dependent on in order to provide for your families. Absolutely true. Yeah, we, absolutely. yeah we're divorcing ourselves from the old paradigm to embrace truth and the organic ascension versus the matrix web and all its false laws and reversals that uh, literally are feeding on our confusion. So when we can turn confusion into awareness and have each other's back and hold each other's hands to process through it all, um, unity consciousness and acknowledging our galactic heritage and the fact that we're a family is, is, is going to be way more present and we can assist each other in it's not so much a new worth. It's, it's divorcing ourselves from the matrix in order to experience the trueness of what's available and the resources that are here. It's not a new earth. It's ancient. It's, it's embodied in us. 
the right. light is true and we're enlightened. Let's get rid of the distractions and the imposters so that we can illuminate it and um, really enjoy this human experience because there's no reason why we shouldn't. All this other stuff is literally to infect our creative channels so that we enable artificial timelines. When being authentic and moving through these difficult growth periods are where we can begin to access our greater treasures, our spiritual gifts and abilities, and our capacity to manifest our dreams and visions. I love how you said enabling artificial timelines. That's exactly what they want us to do. And that's exactly what's happening right now. But no, that was beautiful. The best and longest closing words we've, we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> I, no. I tried to make it short. No, 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 it, was it needed to be said. Needed it, to needed be said. it was beautiful. Yeah, okay. it was. It, it really was. Um, one last thing, guys, I forgot to announce. So you guys probably saw that our PayPal and our Venmo was wiped out, you know, because we're just breaking the law over here, uh, telling the truth. Um, but we have a new way of donating. Aaron, what's it called? Donor box? Yeah, the link's in the description. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So donor it's donor box. box. We have a new way of donating now. So uh, we, we no longer have access to PayPal or Venmo, thanks to the powers that be. Um, yep. Anyway, thank you so much, guys. This has been awesome. Um, I don't know what else to say. I think we'll, if, if I don't hit end stream, we're just going to keep talking forever. So good night, everybody. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next time. Have a great evening. Too. Good night, Take guys. Care. Bye, everybody. Night. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>